listening to the Banana Bus Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Banana Bus Podcast. Uh, I'm Henry, and I've got my co-host here, Luke. Luke, how are we? Oh, I'm I'm great, my friend. I I'm I'm in holiday mode. Um, I've I'm pretty sure I switched my phone off for work now. Um, I'm not answering any calls. I'm doing the bare minimum I can do, and then I'm going away, and I cannot wait. Um, but we we'll talk about that in the next episode. It's not um, about us. It's not. It's us, not though. about us. It's not about us. We we've got a big name again. Um, Henry, I'll, I'll let you introduce this uh, this absolute king in paintball. Um, I mean, so ev- everyone's you. read the title, but absolute big dog, um, big dog at Planet Eclipse. It <laughs> <Oof. laughs> um, must be Leds. Leds, how are we? I'm good, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Uh, welcome back to the show. I think Thank you for having me. Up. No worries. Anytime. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think I looked it up. It was November 2021 you were last on. So right. got a lot of content, so, I guess, so to talk about. So this is the 100th episode, yes, Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the 100th <laughs> episode. Uh, yeah. Still salty about that one. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, um, that's that's the title now. It's led to is the it? 100th episode. Yeah. <laughs> what number is this? What number is this? 100 and what? Oh, 110, I want to say. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think. Um, let me just so double check. Ten, so it's been eleven episodes since she said to me, "Will I come on and be the hundredth episode?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just can't count. You, Luke can't yeah, count. Yeah, and I'll give you a little dig in your ribs every time I've seen you about it, and then it's taken you eleven episodes to ask me to come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> no, fine, right, though, isn't okay. it? Right, good, good. We're just right, building it up. We're building it up. The anticipation, you know, because we need it. Well, We've got to keep yeah. people interested. Yeah, yeah. I think what's been happening, you've been going down the list, and then you've gone. We've only got lads left. That's it, guys. We're gonna have to get him on at some point. Uh, the bottom of the barrels coming up. Our oh, lads is there. Let's get him out of that. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, anyway? I'm good. I'm good. Just come back from a little little break with the kids. Went to Tenerife for a week. So nice. that was nice. Yeah. Ooh. Lovely and sunny. Yeah, it was supposed to be quite stormy, but it was it was actually quite nice for the whole time. I would go with the whole family. So my mum, my dad, um, two brothers, my sister, their families, and we have, we get a villa and um we sort of, you know, we go and do that whole family thing. So which has its challenges, you know, which I'm sure people will will know. Yeah. But you know, every I mean, as you get older, everybody wants they want to be living in their own little comfort zone, don't they? So sometimes it's uh you know, a challenge, you know, where do you want to go free tonight? Someone will say, oh, let's do an Italian. And someone will say, I, I don't want to tell, you know, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, no, I won't miss it for the world. So it's it's great. The kids, you know, just jump in and out of the pool all day long. And I sort of try and take them on adventures and stuff. So yeah, all nice. good, good. Nothing to complain about. I love that. And uh, well, you've just got back from Tenerife and in a week and a half, you're flying out to Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I, I, I hope you've got the holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got the holiday, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going, I'm going out to Cup on Wednesday. Um, so I'm Tomo and um, and the lads are going out earlier than me to set up. So I just rock in like a like a rock star and just Absolutely go open. I am here, and then, uh, <laughs> and then they they swing open the you know the the velvet curtain, and then we and we start the show. Were you there? Like, why is why is everything not ready yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, what, what you fuckers been doing? The, I'm sure there'll be a, you know, they'll they'll know when I'm coming in. Tomo arranges all the the event stuff, so you'll know when I'm landing. So it's uh, 
Um, he's, he's a good lad, but you know, they always like to make sure that the boss is happy, which is good. So <laughs> when they, you know, it'll be like, let's be here in five hours. So there'll be uh, an f- extra effort put in. So yeah, all good. <laughs> All the uh, all the all the markers are pulled forward, nice and straight. To, well, we, to... we won't do that on the Wednesday because it's uh, we don't really open till I think it's Thursday lunch, isn't it? I think it starts officially. I think it's Thursday lunch. So yeah, we'll just get. The, I mean, the markers. The markers is the last thing. It's the the yeah. thing that takes the time is the all the dressing and you know the the stuff that no one really cares too much about. I mean, these we have all this like trust that we put up, and it takes you know. They'll they'll start on Sunday and they'll be working on the booth till till Thursday basically, so just to put it together, yep. just to you know we used to obviously when we started we planet was you know a trestle table with a sort of tablecloth dangled over it and you know and you just drop the guns on the table but now it's a little bit more um, so they, uh, when I came back from Tenerife I was making sure that lads are doing everything and they were all happy and Tomo was like oh yeah yeah the, the, and he started and he stopped himself and I went oh what's that and he went oh i'm not telling you i've, I've, I've done this thing and it's amazing i'm not going to tell you so, so, so like so he's easy all excited about it which is great it's what you want from your staff in it to be excited about something so well, yeah. i don't know what it is but it, it's, it'll be a display and it'll be something that i've probably mentioned at some point or other so i've probably gone oh we don't display that very well and so he's obviously that would have been last world cup and then this world cup he's obviously worked out a way to do something so so we'll let, well, I mean, massive anticlimax now on it. It'll be just, just be, be in there. It'll be on a, on a trestle. Oh, just get there. Just be the old, gone full OG trestle table with just a tablecloth and just drop some guns on it. And there you go. There you go. But yeah. like the, the old, like your grandma's tablecloth as yeah. well. Like, yeah, the, the God, yeah, yeah. Patterns yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you're flying out on the Wednesday. What time did you land then? Is that like, a, is it just, Early morning, in the morning, I get there. I think I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be at about five o'clock, I think. So I normally go do my shopping as soon as I land. Mm. Right. So it's weird. I've got this weird thing, right? Not really paintball related this, but whatever. Uh, so like I'll spend a thousand quid or whatever it is on the flight. And then I'll be really happy that I've gone to the Calvin Klein shop and saved myself $5 a pair, right? <laughs> so I won't buy any underwear for all year. And then I'll just go to the Calvin Klein shop and I'll go in and I'll buy whatever amount of pairs I get. I'll, I'll go through them and I'll get I'll, I'll check all the stretch and they'll always have something new. And then I'll be quite happy that I've saved some money. But it's cost me a thousand quid to get there. Yeah, but and, like, you know, and I'm like, but in my head, I'm still going, oh, what a bargain. These what a are so cheap. Yeah. Oh, so, America you gets take you. The small wins. You've got to yeah, take the small yeah. wins. Oh, yeah. you just got to be a consumer soon as you're in America. Well, yeah, I go I go to one of the malls, uh, the, I can't remember what it's called, but then. The uh, outlets. Yeah, the outlet. And then I just go and then I just go to the Nike store and get the kids loads of trainers uh, for like ten dollars. So if you if, if you've been to these Nike stores, oh god, yeah, yeah. right. They annoy me. It's really I get so annoyed because I go around and I go they have them in section in your size, which is cool. So you go to them and you pick them off and you go, Oh, they're all right, they're all right. And then they'll say, you know, $95, and then it'll be crossed out and it'll say uh, $50, right? Or whatever, whatever the price is. And you'll go, oh, okay, I'll get one of them and I'll get a pair of those and uh, whatever, right? And then you get to the counter and you're thinking, well, I've got three pairs, all $50, so it's $150. Get to the counter and they go, they're 22. And you go, okay, these ones are 31 and these are 18. And I go, if you would have told me that 
when I was in over there, I want to get six <laughs> pairs or ten pairs or whatever it is. But they just don't. I, I hate it when someone doesn't actually tell you the price of something, and you're like wandering around like. So I have to go back then and get more later on. But you know, I'll do all that as soon as I get there. I'll go. I'll get a taxi or I'll get a lift to the mall. Do two hours, smash it out of the park, and then go and do paintball for the rest of the time. So we're good. You just got this little. I can just picture you now with this this massive smile on your face coming out of the Calvin Klein outlet with That's just it. bags and bags full of underwear. <laughs> and then you well, just I'm not the only one who does it. Tomo does it. Ainsley goes and he does it. But then we do this weird thing where they'll go to the counter and you'll buy something. And then as your till receipt, I'll give you like a discount as well. So we always go in, buy one thing, then leave. <laughs> sort of sneakily look at the receipt and then go back in and buy your 20 pairs of Calvin Klein. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's all very... Uh, oh, do you know, I can't actually remember what the outlet um, mall looks like. It was... Ooh. Last time I went to Florida, I think I was like 18. Really? Wasn't old enough to drink, wasn't able to do anything, and it was with family, and I hated every minute of it because it you? was just family. Um, yeah. You do I love the parks, the then, don't you? Yeah, exactly. You just want, you kind of want to just go out and do your own thing. But yeah, we did know. all the Disney with the kids last year. It's an absolute fortune. I mean, oh, apparently it's so expensive. Oh, God, unbelievable. I mean, we weren't even, you know, we weren't even stupid. We were like, you know, we. We would take a pat lunch with us, you know, so we'd get there first thing in the morning, but we'd have sort of sandwiches and drinks and all that. So that, you know, and so that saves you, you know, your hundred bucks that day on food, you know, for the for the morning and breakfast, really. But it's just uh, everything was just just eye wateringly ridiculous. Fifty dollars to park your car in a Disney car park to then go into the park. And it's like, why is this fifty dollars? You know, and then there's like a bunch of people. You know, getting the seventy-five dollar one, which was the you know the the VIP, which was literally I could park next to one. You know, if you get there in the morning, I can park next to the VIP one car away, and they paid another <laughs> twenty-five. You know, uh, you, but yeah, you can go. Yeah, it's it's an experience. It's amazing. I loved it. But uh, are you going to do all that, Luke? Yeah, we've uh, we oh, got yeah. all the tickets for uh, we've oh, got all the parks. Um, it, yeah, Disney was eye watering. It actually made me cry when we when we booked it. I was like, "What?" Um, yeah. I think it was like three hundred and fifty dollars for a day for the pair of us to go. No, or it's something like not. That. Yeah, it was something. That's just, I'm like sorry, that. that's just not worth it. No one could love well, Disney that much. So I was in a, a park in, in Orlando. They have all these like uh, little booths that are selling tickets. Yeah. So we parked up the car and the missus says, right, we need to go and get some universal tickets. So I said, right, okay. So we drove drove around, found one of these places, jumped out of the car, and um, and the kids were, like, messing around, which was fine. And so she's, uh, like, on one side of this parking lot and, and the, the kids are, like, you know, whatever. So she says, what? I said, what do we need? She said, you need four passes for universal, blah, 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 right? So I just walked up, like, not even care in the world, and then um, – Goes to the guy and says, "Can I need get four tickets for Universal? Two adults, two children." And he said, "Yeah, we have this blah pass, whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, that's 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 the one. As long as it's a bit of entrance, everything's all good." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So he goes, "Right, okay, that's nine hundred and sixty-eight dollars or some something like that, right? Oh. Nearly nearly a thousand dollars." And I was like, "I said, excuse me, what are you talking about?" Just four tickets I want. And yeah, it's 986 oh whatever. So I just cheese across the car park, right? And there's now a load of people behind me. So I just went, hold on a second, mate. Went across to like where I could see her. And I was like, Ailey, Ailey. She's like, yeah. 
I said, he wants $980. <laughs> and she's like, just giving me the thumbs up across the car park. She said, yeah, that's right. I went, that's right. Are you a laugh? I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, anyway, paid it. And then uh, she, she gets back in the car and the kids are like, we're going. It's like, yes, we're going and we're going to be there when it opens. And we ain't leaving <laughs> until, until it's closed. It's and we're like, going wow. on every ride. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it is. But I mean, it's it's amazing. It's what they do. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. I, I I'm buzzing. Um, not just for World Cup one. That is going to be an amazing experience. I can't wait. Um, but also just to spend some time out there. Um, yeah. without family, just the missus, without a care yeah. in the world for two weeks, which is going to be so nice. Brilliant. Um, but let's you jump on to World, World Cup. Cup. First, or... Yes, World World Cup first. So and I fly then... out the day after you fly out. So I fly out on Thursday morning, and I should be there about five o'clockish. I think something yeah, like that. I think that's how long, um, but let's jump into World Cup. So obviously, you're going out with Eclipse because you're yep. the head honcho of Eclipse. Um, what what is the sort of what is it you actually go out and and do sort of thing? Like, do you just go out and uh, network or marketing or? Um, me personally, or the company? Well, you, you yourself. Yeah, um, I touch base with as, as many people as I can while I'm there. Um, I don't really have an agenda. People used to do things where they'd have like book me meetings and all that sort of stuff, but never really works because it's it is such a fluid thing that's there, and you bump into people that you've not seen for years. I mean, you know, a lot of the people that are in the industry, you know, I played against, you know, for years, and you know, we catch up and you know, chew the fat and all that stuff. So, I, yeah, literally, um, Tomo, in the back of the booth, we'd have, like, what we call our little sort of trade area, um, and at, there'll be a couch in there, and that's you'll tend to be where you'll find me, and people just come and knock on the door and sort of go, his leads in, and they'll come in and talk, or I'll, we'll, me and Jacko will wander off, and I'll meet you in the VIP, and we'll, you know, just just talk and, and, and see people, and you know, it, it gives people the opportunity to come and have a chat with me about stuff as well. We have all our, our techs are there from generally around the world. And it's it's a good, you know, Fish comes out from the UK um, and he then, he's like the master tech. So he goes through any training things that, you know, we might have been having a problem with a part or, uh, you know, whatever problems they've got. Um, so he'll go and do that sort of stuff. And then I go and make sure that everybody's sort of happy with stuff. It's... I think you know email's great. Um, phone calls are okay, which we don't. None of us tend to do that much more anymore, do we? So it's all you know, drop an email. Uh, but going out there and chatting with people and seeing you know how stuff is and how the market is and you know have a look at whatever other other people are doing. Um, it's a bit of everything, really. You know, literally a bit of everything. It's uh, we'll go and have a look at some new products because uh, you know the um, our my German manager comes out. And he's bringing staff with him as well. Um, so we have a, a retail store over there. So we'll go in, you know, kick, you know, some products and see if we like it and, and you know, stuff that we might want to bring into that store. Um, so everything, just absorb paintball for five days, really. I mean, it's it's one of those ones where I sort of turn up and go, I've got nothing to do for five days. And then literally, you know, hit deck and, you know, jumping around from here to there to everywhere and, I mean, uh, you know, Tom Cole comes and hides in our booth a lot, which is always funny. Um, you know, because we, I mean, I, you know, I love talking to Tom Cole, and he's, he's a really good mate of mine. 
And, um, you know, so we can we just talk about stuff, we bounce ideas off each other, or, you know, I'll sort of go, what about this format? Or I'll say, what about this? And, we, you know, whatever it is. And just talking, you know, I've got, um, I was sort of a little project for myself. So have you seen our Immortal cards? Yes. Yeah, yeah, the playing cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. They so, look cool. Yeah, so there's like that's been like my little project that I've been doing for about three years. So it's now sort of happening. So they're all going out in um uh, in guns and and in in other bits and bobs. Um, but then I have a load that um the players. I mean, it, it, it was hard. There's there's um there's fifty four. Well, there's there's fifty four cards, including the jokers. But some of them are you know got like both rabbit on the same card, that sort of thing. So all the people that are currently playing the NXL, I've got all their cards. So I'll go around and get them all to sign in and that sort of stuff. And we'll, um, so that, you know, things like that is quite cool because it's, it's, it's amazing how humble a lot of these players are when you ask them to, you know, when I ask them to sign something, um, yeah. it's, it's quite nice, you know, that, you know, that we can honor them as well. I mean, last year I went around with the, you know, the famous book, Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that famous book. So I went around and uh, I sat in Planet for a couple of days and went through it and tagged everybody's name and then literally went around and, and, and with a pen and you know we're like you know you know come on Lang get your name on there and phrase you know whoever I just went around them all um, you know and just it's just nice to sort of have you know that time to go and do things things that are important still important to me because I I'm seeing. I my memorabilia of Planet and and the equipment that we had from way back in the day, we never had any money, so we sold everything. So if like literally our guns used to, you know, when we first opened, our guns were on yeah. the wall, and if somebody came in and go, oh, well, I look at that, and I go, well, that's mine, but you can have it for X, and then I'd build another gun. So we never really had anything that I've I've kept. I, I mean, there was. I had a, a loft full of jerseys that I've probably told you the story, but a loft full of jerseys. When I moved house, I left them all, I just forgot. Whoa. And oh they were like, God. and they were like from way back, like, and loads of people's jerseys, swap jerseys all the time. Probably had two, 300 jerseys up there, uh, loads of signed ones um, and, and all sorts. And just, just gone, just been left. Oh my and then, God, that's so bad. That's it was about, it was about seven years, about seven years after I'd moved house that I went, <laughs> all those jerseys oh in, in the loft, because the only thing I'd put up there. And um, I mean, I never, I mean, I've never gone back to even knock on the door and go, by the way, I, mean, I, I, I would have been that cringy person that would have gone back and knocked on the door for that. Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah, it would just be weird, wouldn't it? But you just go in your loft, mate, and you know. So, I mean, because after seven years, the house might have changed hands two or three times. Yeah, I was gonna so, say it could have changed a few hands, yeah. and then but I had made all sorts. Like Dynasty made me a jersey with my name on it and stuff like that. That was all there. I don't honestly all sorts, oh all God. sorts of stuff. That yeah, some of the all the OG stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. That's yeah. so. So so so. My point is, is that these collectibles are quite um, quite cool. I think. And I think yeah, it's like have you you know like the the PB Media did you know his playing cards? He's going to do the game, wasn't he? Yes. I don't know if he still is. I've got that. Like, there's my card. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is really unvisual, isn't it? Yeah. Like this, that. this one. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, I've got six. All right. Oh, oh let's go. <laughs> That's so cool. So, you know, it doesn't really work well on a podcast, so does it? 
I mean, I can, I can, I can take the, I can take the visual and um, and do something with it. So these are, these are cards. So that one, this one, is it was like a prototype from um, Upper Deck. Can you see the Upper Deck? It's not in very good focus, is it? Oh, cool. It says Upper Deck. So these ones for Nexus that the Upper Deck made for us, like with stats and things on the back. So there's, there was like five of them in the world, and then this is a. This was one that somebody else, I can't remember who else made. There's another one. It's a Nexus one. Somebody else. So, made. Oh, so, I've got, cool. so I've got yeah. these little things around my house, but I haven't got much. That's one of the, that's the, uh, the one. That's that the newest got. ones. That's your one, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I've got those. I'm like, show to your kids and they're like, you know, my, my son collects Pokemon cards, you know, and he's like, oh, dad, what's that one worth you got there? And I went, well, it's only worth as much as anybody's willing to pay for it, aren't they? So, I mean, it's currently worth zero, but it I might don't... be one. You know, it's, it's... Just um, just on the... I'm a nerd. I am a nerd. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've got a massive Pokemon folder, like this thick. It's, all, <laughs> it's just all the standard cards, though. Because the kids go through and just discard yeah. all the standard cards. They're, they're not bothered about playing, they just collect them all. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much the same as me. Yeah, um, I've got all I've got all weird stuff like these. Look at these unopened, but they're all foreign stuff. Look at that. Oh all man! Them... <laughs> bring your pack to World Cup. All right, I've got your pack. You can choose it. What do you want? Which one? Um, green, blue. I'll I'll go. I said that green. Oh, that's taking my fancy. The green one. That's yeah, right. Some guy, yeah, a big cool, man. man, big game. I was. I had a couple of beers one of the night on Saturday night. I woke up in the morning. And the back of my phone was a Pokemon card of this guy that I met the night before. I've got one. I've got one. It's, yeah. um, it was himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a reversible was. card with two players on it. Um, I think they're from. Oh, what team are they from? I can't remember. I have to find uh, it. I'll, I'll dig it out. But I, I've got one as well. I, yeah. They were going around mayhem, and they had like right. a cool. load, and they were yeah. just putting them around everywhere. Like, like you, anyone that literally Universal Exports or something. I can't remember. But I, can't remember like, what team I had there. a pint in my hand, and they just slipped one straight between my fingers. Yeah, right. I was like, <laughs> oh right, okay. Yeah, I literally right. felt like it appeared, but, but it was such a good idea because then I remembered it the morning. <laughs> I mean, how many people have around the world have got t- things like that and just discarded them? And then years yeah. later, I've gone, oh, my God. Yeah, I've had a Charizard. I I, you know, I had the oh, char- you know Yeah, I, mean? I know, oh, I know, is. I know I had one. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I had a few OG Charizards, like, back in the yeah. day, and I know I've just thrown them all away. But um, it's quite so cool because, what- obviously, you still have, um, obviously, you've, you've got Planet Eclipse as a company and stuff like that. And I think sometimes when you turn like a hobby into a job, you lose that passion as such, but it seems like you've been able to retain that passion for paintball. Yeah. Yeah. Still love it. (laughs) Still love it. Which is, which is, is great because obviously you've been doing it for, for so many years now. How long is, how long has Planet Eclipse been? 30. This is our 32nd year going into our 33rd. My wow. God! So yeah. that's nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Good that's maths. Good. Yeah. It's only because I, I was born in nineteen ninety two. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. I just it's, knew. Um, yeah. I mean, the cards that we're doing now they were for our thirtieth anniversary, but then we had that pesky 
pandemic in the yeah. middle of it all, you know, which sort of ruined all that. <laughs> um, and you know, and and it's and it's about celebrate. I mean, the cards is about celebrating the people that have shot our gear over the years. That's all it is. It's not. It's it's a it's a vanity project, right? Which you know, I, I admit it's that because you know I've got a card in it. Um, yeah. But it's these these legends. When you, I mean, it was so hard to get down to fifty four cards. Right, you know, it's like who do you choose? And he's like, we had this list, and we said, oh, you know, well, is he better than him? And it it was it was people that helped Planet get from you know just making autococker electronic or hinge frames, electronic frames, and then when we started to make our own, you know, markers, it was the, you know it was to sort of celebrate everybody from them going forward. That's sort of you know just done a great job for us as well. So uh, and you know, I mean, it's we'll, I'll, I I want to do. Um, the second deck as well. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, the, the people who didn't make the first yeah. one, um, and then I also want to do some. Oh, we lost him. Oh, he's cut oh, out. Oh, you're back. Oh, there we go. Back. Sorry. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I want to do more modern players as well, but you know, you know, because there are still some legends out there. It's weird. I'm, I'm a weird. Um, uh, the history of me as a a, a player. Um, when I stopped playing professionally, I've, I've never stopped playing, but when I stopped playing professionally, all the pros that are still around now that were th- around then, I, I care about quite a bit. Yeah. But all of the new ones, I don't really care about. I've, I, I mean, <laughs> not, not in a, you know, you know, if obviously they're in trouble, I'd help them out. But I mean, as in, for me, it's like that was that was my time. So you know, if I, you know, you know, Thomas Taylor was around, you know, Rich Telf, you know, sorry, Rich Telf's not played. Thomas Taylor, you know, and Oliver and, and Yosh and all those sort of, you know, and, and you know, and Alex and stuff and whatever. And um, so those guys, I'm quite, you know, sort of connected to, and uh, but I, I still appreciate the the new guys, but I just don't know them. You know, that, like if I, you know, if, if I'm knocking around at World Cup and, you know, Ryan Greenspan walks past me, he's not going to ignore me, you know. Yeah. He, he's going to go, lads, I did. And he's not going, you know, oh, lads, you're amazing. He's just going, all right, mate. I'm like, cool, how you doing, pal? Yeah, good, you know, blah, 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 you know. And then, you know, whatever. And off we trot where, you know, I'm sure, you know, I think you were saying it, Henry, when you were uh, in Chicago, you know, you sort of bit starstruck by some of these sort of people. You know, yeah, when you see, you know, so weird. Yeah, it's like legend, literally legends of the game, and you're like, oh, yeah. "What the fuck?" And then you just end up trying to shoot them. Yeah, quite yeah. good, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, World Cup's a weird one, but it's it's great. It's great to see all those people. You know, there's like my, I sent my famous book back out there as well this year because there was a few names I missed. Um, you know, I think um, uh, Todd Adamson, I didn't see him at all. You know, or he didn't pop in the booth. So uh, I've got to go and sort of track him. You know, there's a few people I just didn't get to sign it. Yeah. So it's back there, and I'll get some signatures. And we've got a. Uh, I bought uh, talking of Pokemon. I bought um, a Pokemon. Uh, it's not. Well, it's not a Pokemon. You know these old fashioned um, like cigarette card machines. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Right, and you used to put like fifty cents in it or fifty p or whatever, and you push it, and then you pull it out, and a little card come out. Yeah, so I've got those at World Cup, so I think we're going to do it with like any purchase over X amount. You can have a go, and you're going to get um, like an immortal card, but you might get a signed one or one of the hollows and all that. Oh, so I bought this old, so, cool. so I bought this old machine, and then we've had it like well, I've got the graphics, we've not put them on yet. 
and then and then we'll you, you'll be so you'll be able to like get a little card and and then hopefully uh, the idea is that people will wander around and if they see you know Ryan they go Ryan will you sign a card for me and then uh, people can get a little collectors item. That's so cool because that's the thing like these like you're saying these like just cards and little niche things actually they mean more I think than yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I've got like some signed jerseys and stuff like that. But I think I would, I'd be more impressed and more sort of like, this is this is really cool. Like, I actually met this person. I got them to sign this, and and it holds more value in my eyes because Absolutely. you can't exactly walk around with that. No. Whereas I could probably keep <laughs> as the much card as you somewhere. would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, you'd yeah, wear yeah. it to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess it's just a little memory that's connected to you, isn't it? That's what. Yeah. There's yeah. collectibles as in like something's like rare, but then there's stuff that's collectible to you and like, yeah. Yeah. Rem- there's memorabilia. so much of that stuff has gone, gone forever from planet. And, uh, you know, there was, there was just stuff that I really wish had kept, you know, as I was like, so in the UK, everyone was shooting sterling STPs, back pumps, pump actions, if you remember that far back. But I was always, um, I shot a gun called the Scorpion. Um, and as, um, I knew the guy who made him, uh, not well, but I knew him well enough. And he made me one. It was Scorpion Pro. And it's the sort of thing that I put in my bag. And I loved, I loved, that was my pump days. That was what I'd shoot. And I mean, I shot cockers and stuff like that, sniper twos. But then he just went and I probably sold it. Somebody came in the shop, gave me a couple of hundred quid for it, and off it went. I just wish I still had those things. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, and it's just some of it, I didn't, you know, I know people go a bit mental crazy over, you know, JT Flex, whatever's, but I'm, I'm not bothered no, by anything like that. Not. But it's just, you know, there's just a few items that I wish that I'd, I'd still had. But, you know. It's like hard to know what, what you're going to, like, what you want to keep in like 20 years' time. Like, you'll yeah. look back on now. Like I think I've got like our first gun that you guys made for us. I, I'm never going to sell that because I'll regret it forever if I did so. Yeah, good. And uh, and apart from that, I don't know what else I'd like need to keep. That's going to be like a bit of my memorabilia. Yeah, but sticky. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's um, there's a couple of people who have played on GB a couple of times, and um, I hate when I see a uh, GB jersey got for sale. I don't I know how go, you could do that. I, I, I don't. Go, know how- and I, and I say to exactly, and I say to them, I go. You will regret this. You will regret this. In, at some point in your life, someone's going to say to you, you might be an old man, and your grandson or something goes, so you played paintball for your country. And they go, yeah, have you got the jersey? No, I sold it for 85 quid or whatever. <laughs> and I'll go, and, and uh, I think last year, I think Spencer was trying to sell one. And uh, I just contacted him straight away and just said, I will buy that off you but you have to keep it i'll give you the money that you're trying to sell it for but i need you to keep that because it's a memory that you need because i i I regret not having a lot of my sort of you know my nexus and banzai and and and, and, you know and stuff like that jerseys so but i mean i've got like around my office i know you can't see it i've got a signed got a fully signed nexus jersey i've got my last ever banzai jersey i've got a team gb jersey and i've got a sandbagger jersey on the wall and that they're the four teams that I've you know I've actually played for and sort of you know properly and quite you know quite chuffed have done that. So playing for your country, man, it's pretty pretty I, big. The big deal. Whenever, whenever I see deal. like a GB jersey go up, though, I I just personally, if it was someone's someone else's, I just wouldn't want to buy it off them because 
like you say, they will regret it eventually um, later down the line. And also, I just, I think it's an achievement to play for your country, isn't it? So I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, but like, Tell you what, it's amazing how heavy the jerseys are. Yeah. I mean, the, the pressure of you. I mean, so the last time I, I played, I, I was coach on the first ever GB team. And then I played vets a few few years back, but there was literally it was just putting us all together. And we just we just it we it wasn't a we wasn't selected on sort of quality. It was like yeah. we we chose people around the industry and we, people I wanted to go and have a you know a weekend away in Saint Tropez or wherever it was. But this time, you know, having to go through trials and 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 train and all that, it was I tell you what, it was it was a weird thing. It was it, it the process was weird in terms of like it was you know you, it was it was hard. I mean, it was. I mean, the the, the first point in um, I think it was on the whatever day it was. It, it, I can't remember. What it was um, Belgium or wherever we played, and I and I felt myself get hit on the leg, on as I got to the primary. It's just a glancing hit, and I went, "I'm not even going to look at that because that's bounced." I'm hoping that's bounced because my job was to stop this guy getting out wide. Yeah, yeah. and then I was shooting my gun, and I, and I pinned the guy in. He wasn't going out wide. I'm doing my job, and the referee comes bolting towards me, and then he throws this flag in the air right in front of my face, and I went, "Oh my god!" And I just felt like I'd let everybody down. I was absolute. I mean, if it would have just been a normal tournament, I, I would have just gone right, okay, whatever, you know, shake it off yeah. and get on with it. And um, and it was. I mean, yes, I cheated. Yes, I deserve the penalty. I didn't think it had broke, but it. You know, we're playing a, a, an event when the paint was amazing, and was I probably see. should have had a cheeky look. But I was just trying to stop this guy doing his job, and I was like, oh god. And that, you know, that was it. And, but that was the. I think that was a little bit of the weight of the jersey, and it's 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 tough. It's tough, man. Honestly, it's uh, it's it really freaked me out. It was a very hard thing. I mean, Phil Lacey, who's a really good mate of mine, he he played for the vets, but um he hurt his leg on like point three of day one. He pulled a, a hamstring, um, but he was like it was gonna it was on the edge of going. He could he could feel it. He said, like, and I need oh. to rest it, you know. So then coach didn't uh, which was Jason, didn't put him in after that. He he played those points, and then he didn't play for the rest of the, the tournament, and he was absolutely gutted like absolutely like honestly gutted T- to this day now i mean i'd send him a picture and there's a picture of us all in the huddle so sort of, not in huddle his coach is there and it's like that and phil's in the background and i put a speech bubble up saying Aww. can i can i play coach and he's like mate <laughs> it's too soon it's too soon <laughs> and I was like, I you're know, just and there on insult yeah, to the yeah. wound yeah and it, but there was it, it is like that and it's it's you know you want you know because it's I think for him, he, his daughter wanted you know wanted his daughter to see him on the webcast, and he didn't get to do that. Um, I mean, I, I was I didn't I played two points on the first day out of the two matches, and um, it was both on the um, the the non the the non webcast field, and my oh, kids right. are texting me going, "Dad, I not, can't see you. You're not playing." I'm like. Ugh. And then I got on the field and they were like, Dad, I saw you. You know, so it was like super amazing for me because they saw me playing on TV for my country. And but Phil's not got that. And he's and he's gutted about it. He's proper gutted. And and that's you know, that's part of the process, but it's 
It's um, I mean, I, I I said be going into it, I'd said to Jason, I said, listen, if you give me one point and I could put my jersey on and say I've represented the country, then I'll I'll take that. And I was genuinely wanted to support the, the rest of the team and do whatever it was. God, so not how well, it turned out. I I was going to stab a couple of them. Yeah, couple of Achilles, <laughs> yeah, couple of little Achilles heels, you know, getting in there. I mean, I was absolutely desperate to go and play. Um, I mean, the te- the, you know, that we had five or six really good first picks on the Vets team, um, and I probably wasn't one of them. Um, so, it, it, but it was, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's, it's tough. It, it, yeah, the pressure can um, be quite heavy, I'd imagine, on that. Very. Um, very. It's something I would love to do eventually. Hopefully, if I can uh, get good enough, then maybe one day. Um, but the vets is coming up. Uh, I got yeah eight years. Yeah, as long as I can keep my body in one piece, maybe I'll get on the vets. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that it it's a great experience to sort of in we go down and try out and sort of you know and, and sort of test yourself. Um, you know the. You, you know, in, you know, in the, we've had issues in the past, but I think the last couple of years we've done it sort of quite well, um, and it's been well supported by the community, which is fantastic. Um, you know, the the people get behind us when we're out there as well, and um, it, it's it's just a nice thing to do for paintball. I mean, it's yeah, it, it, I think it's probably, I personally think it's probably the best chance paintball can get some mainstream sort of you know, it's traction is nations because I don't know what you guys are like, but I'll I'll support my nation doing pretty much anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, he's, I'm not really that bothered about rugby. Right, we're in the semi-finals, right? Okay. Let's get it. <laughs> you know, pat oh. a beer and get me the TV it's, screen. It's, you know, it's, it's whatever it is. I'm the same with the World Cup. But like, I don't really watch football that often, but when, when it's the World Cup, you yeah. stop what you're doing just to watch England play. Yeah. You, well, it's just, it's just so much, so much better. It's so much easier to get behind. And I went out because I went out to France and I watched the first day, which was Nations Cup. And that was that was amazing. Just watching all the countries going at it, which is just hilarious because yeah. all the people in the stands, they're cheering for their country, all the Swedish, whatever, Bel- Belgian people. And then when I saw our team out there, it was, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I was in, Nothing like I was in the stands watching um, the men's and there's all these um, people that I don't know, right? So I've never seen them before. Um, and they're parents of, you know, either the kids or the, whoever, whoever it is, right? But they've got team, they've got GB um, T-shirts on and they are screaming at the top of their voices, let's go GB, you know, over and over and over again. And I'm like, and I'm getting like goosebumps and I'm like, I'm not even playing. And I'm going, wow, this is amazing. And it, and it it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to see. It's amazing that we can do these sort of things as well. You know, I think and everyone represented well. I mean, it's. I was on. I don't know if you heard it. I was on Talk Sports talking about uh, uh, GB paintball. Oh, oh really? Right. Yeah, that was before we went out. Um, and it was on for you know ten minute segment, and they were you know, and they're like, "Was oh, you just going in the woods and you know stag do?" I was like, "No, no, no." no. And then you explained it like, "Ah, oh, okay, right. You know what's all this about?" And and it's, it, it you can you can get the hooks into the media when you're talking about your country. Yeah. Um, but you can't get. It got into the news, in. didn't it? Gone, gone to the yeah, news. Yeah, there was a few. There was a few things. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. and, and you know, this it's, it's you can get in there. You know, if I sort of go, oh, okay, it's you know, 
Stoke Quest are going to, you know, whoever are going to be, you know. No one gives a shit. You know. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, Sandbaggers or, you know, even even the Lucky 15s or Firm or whatever. It doesn't matter. They're, they're not. They're no, it they're not mainstream teams. Grab, well, they just go, who's that? Aren't they? You know, yeah. it's like, she doesn't grab them when you sort of go, you know, GB. And you go, oh, okay, GB, right? Okay, what's this? And then you, you can then, you know, get your foot in the door. And it's good to do that. So it's, and hopefully That's it'll cool. continue as well. That's that's cool. And, and I, I think... want to do. I'll tell you what I want to do. Right here we yeah. go. Right, I think we should do a Ryder Cup style. Right, every say three four years, and we should have um, similar to the way they do um, uh, they do it now. But you know, like the Ryder Cup, they'll go out in singles and they'll go out in pairs and yeah. they'll play different sort of formats. I think we should do that. I think they should be like, um, let's say, the women's three man. Right, and and that you might put out three pairs of those. Uh, sorry, three teams, and you get points. And then uh, we'll do men, three men, three man events, and then we'll do a mixed. So they have to play together, and then we'll do it where you have to have a youth in there as well and a vet. And we'll do it. it, it yeah, and it should be. I think we should do it. Europe versus the rest of the world, and I think that would be, be a sick. really cool sort of showcase of something that you can, you know, you, you tag it onto the, you know, the back end or the beginning of World Cup for a day, um, and you have you have a, a something that you can televise and you can get everybody behind it, and you know you can do a social media voting of you know who's you know it might you, you're not going to just get three Tonton and three luckies and three whatever, you're going to get yeah. a massive mixture of players that are all going to have to go out there and sort of, you know, gel together and do something again for media. And I think that would be quite, you know, do it every three or four yeah. years. It doesn't have to be every year. And, uh, you know, that would be quite, that would be, again, would be something pretty cool to do, I think. Like it? Like yeah. it. It's quite, uh, it's quite a good idea. It's, um, that's, that's the thing though, isn't it? it? Trying to get paintball in front of the cameras is that, is the biggest challenge, I think, isn't it? Well, there's no central focus. There's no ball. So yeah. you need a camera on everything. I think it's difficult to understand it. Um, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes I'll watch uh, the webcast, you know, and they'll go, how on earth did he just die? You know, type thing. And it's mm-hmm. and if I'm if I'm doing that, I'm sure a lot of other people are doing that. You can yeah. you can appreciate the athleticism of everybody or the you know the skill that they're putting out there, but you know, if I sat there with my dad and went, right, okay, dad, let's watch this, he'd be like, two minutes in, he'd be like, bored, you know, <laughs> and 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 that's and that's the little bit of an issue. Um, I mean, years ago there was conversation about. Um, so when we went to four K, I had a chat with Matty Marshall about. Um, he was working with um, the, the Go Sports guys, and he said, as soon as we get decent eight K cameras that are disposable enough in terms of, you know, you're not having to drop 50 grand on one. They'll be able to capture the paintballs flying. So it should become a lot more visual. As long as, you know, obviously we have to catch up with, you need an 8K TV as well, right? Yeah. Yeah? Right, all those type of things. But he said the speed speed of the camera will be able to pick up the, the actual paintballs flying through the air. And so you can see where people's lanes are. On You know, it, may, it would make more sense for the viewers. So I think that could be quite exciting. But the way that... We had this whole discussion last last episode on like the best ways to show paintball because there's, there's that new format they're going to do at World Cup on the Wednesday or something with a bunch of the pro teams. Right. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the 7-3 format and it's about like kind of similar to basketball. You get points for different plays and winning differently. Yeah. Um, 
And like, yeah, we need to try the formats. But you're saying the main thing there is like the camera angles. But I, I was thinking when you have like a game, instead of doing split deck, can't make it like American football when in, in between a point is when you're doing the slow-mo replays of like what won them the game. Because yeah. at least you can see the carnage and then go in and be like, see the, the skill and the yeah. like the depth of it. Because at yeah, the minute I mean, it's just... I think yeah. uh, they want to... The, the, uh, we, I've had this conversation with the guys at Ghost Sports quite a lot and I've sort of said, why you? I don't want to see every game. I want to see the uh, exactly what you're saying. Let's break down that point and 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 I think I think the game itself is quite exciting to watch, but I think you can get behind the cat the masks a little bit more. We don't create these heroes as much as yeah. we maybe used to do, you know, with the magazines and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um if we can get behind the masks and we can sort of, you know, find out, you know, what job does that guy do? You know, is you know, I'm a steel worker and I do, you know, this and I train at weekends, you know, and I've got a family and a this and a that. It becomes, a, you know, you, you, you know, that, well, someone can go, well, I'm a steel worker, so I could be hit that guy, can I? And I've got, you know, a chance of winning, you know, fifty grand or whatever it is. And I think those things are important. It's building a story behind it, isn't it? And that, I think yeah. that's what captures. Yeah. Uh, we were saying this last week that I love the Impact series, right? Um. I still watch it to this day. Actually, I went back and rewatched every episode um, again, but because it built a story around the players and it, it it brought the players to like a level where they're not just athletes and you know you, they're not just on a pedestal all the time. They're they're actual real people that yeah. you can go and talk to and stuff like that. It it kind of grounded it for me, and I was like, oh, I really like this. And I think we haven't really seen that lately in paintball where we've been able to build a story around a team um and follow their pro their progress and actually get to know each player and and stuff like that and i thought if that captured me would it capture another load of people you know um i think one of the problems with um video media is that the companies that are making it tend to be the manufacturers really now Right. You know, and they do a they have a certain style, you know, like you know, HK, they're gonna always gonna be, you know, um car crash, um, you know, money shot porno stuff, isn't it? Right? Yeah, which is which is <laughs> yeah. great. We all like I mean, I love watching yeah. it. I put it on when it comes on, I go, Oh, I'll watch that. But it's three minutes of disposable footage, right? Yeah. It's all it is. And then, you know, if I make one of those three-minute disposable pieces of footage, then it, it, it gets viewed X amount of times, then it goes away. Um, when you start putting in production values to make something that's to camera and it's got B-roll in there and, in and you know, you have someone narrating it and all those things, it, it's a lot, a lot of money. And yeah. the problem these days is that, you know, we, we used to put a video out um whatever length it was and it'd get 30,000 views in the first day right that would be our golden number and then over time it would go up and up and up right now you know I can put a really good quality piece of footage out and get two or three thousand views on it and it might cost me 20 grand to make 30 grand to make and then I have to decide what it is that I want to create and then you know, I might have a conversation with Al at work and he'll go, we need to make verticals that are 15 seconds long. And I went, well, I can't make a hero out of that, can I? I can just have a guy getting blown to pieces or doing a cool move over and over again. And and, and we've created this society that just wants to sort of, you know, just 
churn through footage. And that doesn't give me as a manufacturer and a producer to, to create a 20 minute, 30 minute, an hour long documentary. Um, you know, and it stopped for us planet when we were, um, we, we started to try and monetize it a little bit. So we, we put it behind a paywall on Vimeo. I think it was at the time we didn't charge a lot of money. I think we, I think we said at the time, it's going to be like $5.99, right? Something like that for one of for an hour long video, right? And we said every penny that we make, like right, you know, the $5.99, not how much it costs us to make it, that will go into the next production. And then you yeah. get 200 downloads. Right. So then you go, well, what am I supposed to do with that now? So then you end up going, so then you sort of go, well, now we're in the situation where we've promised everybody it's going to be behind a paywall. And I've now got 200 people who have paid me $6. Vimeo has taken their court. Someone else has probably taken their court, you know, went up at $4, whatever it is. And then we go, right, well, you know, I've got $800. And then I go now, okay, I've got nobody, got no bums on seats. And then I'm going, okay, let's release it for free. And then, those 200 people complain that they paid their $5.99. You know, and it's just this vicious circle, and it ended up sort of crashing for us a little bit. I mean, we got um, – I think you can still get it, can't you, the New Kids in Texas? Is it on uh, It's on Amazon Prime, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, was, yeah. it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, and that was a big thing for us because, you know, that we, we – the way it works is you have to hit certain um, viewership numbers, and when you hit that number – that it'll go on Amazon Prime, and then if it carries on being really popular, then Netflix will pick it up, and then someone else will pick you know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, I don't know what I mean, I don't know how many views you get on your podcasts, but everyone will probably tell, yeah, everyone Millions. will tell you that they'll all watch it. And you know, if, if even when I go, you know, the sandbaggers, I go, right, I want all of you to share this post. You know, a week later, I mean, there's 40 other sandbaggers, right? And I'll go, right, everybody, please share the post I've just put up. A week later, three shares. My, my God, <laughs> literally, all of us should to do is click the share button. And it's like, you know what it's like? And it, even, I bet you there's loads and loads of people that have never watched the Best Kids in Texas piece, which is a great, have you seen it? It's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's really, It's really a great good. piece, really yeah. good piece. You know, we get into the history of it all and, and why they're called, you know, BKIT and, you know, and, and it's a great story, but, you know, does it, you know, how do we, if I, if somebody, a network came to us now and said, we want to do a piece, you know, behind the mass piece, they would, they would be wanting me to make it and then almost me pay them to air it. And I, yeah. I, I can't afford to do that. I mean, it's just you just can't do it. I mean, the you know the um, the the documentary that the you know the Iron Kids ones that they're doing the Hamisi's guys they're putting some proper money into 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 what they're creating and it, and it's an it's a it's a legacy piece for them, isn't it? It's you know so it is a vanity piece, but it yeah. needs documenting. You know, I mean, did you ever watch Fifteen that we made, the Dynasty one? Yes, yeah, yeah right. Another great, another great one. Yeah, right. And then, um, and and that, so they've got that. But then they want to do this thing, which I think will be fantastic. But I'd be very surprised how. I mean, Dynasty is the the anomaly in pretty much paintball. It's it's the one group of people that have you know. I mean, they've done so well, haven't they, over the years? It's amazing, right? And um, and it might do really, really well for them, but will they give it away for free or will they put it behind a paywall? If they put it behind a paywall, are they going to get a couple of hundred downloads or are they going to, you know, are they going to make it for free and get 
30,000 down. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I have no. And I hope it makes them a ton of money and is super successful for their company and everything. I think it'd be brilliant. But And I'm definitely going to be watching it. But it's a worry now that if, if, if we sit at Planet and we sit that around in, at a table and go, right, what we're going to create next year, it, I mean, it's we do put budget into making, you know, movies. Yeah. But it's you know it's it's tough. It's, it's just cost a lot of money, you know. Everything goes up and up and up and up, and nobody wants to you know they're all nobody wants to pay, you know. It's uh, so. Well, what about with. the story of Planet Eclipse though? We've done that twice. Oh, okay. We did it. We, unemployable was, was the first there. one we did, um, and then we did um, we did it like a part two with Jack and stuff. Um, but yeah, we've done that, and and they're great pieces. They're you know stuff that I can you know my son can watch when he's old enough to want, want to watch it and stuff. And it is a pretty decent story. But if, literally, if you wanted to do an hour long piece now, I don't know how many people would get through it. You know when I don't know if you do anything with analyticals, right? So they'll go, oh, you've had you know twenty thousand views of this Facebook video that we've put out, and you go, oh, twenty thousand views, that's pretty good. And then you look and they'll go, yeah, there was, you got 5,000 people watched the first 18 seconds. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, the, you know, know, then there's another, you know, another thousand managed to get to the whole first minute. <laughs> and he's like, oh, God. You know, obviously you, you get your hardcore that I'll watch the whole thing. But generally speaking, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not watching these things. People they just don't, don't want have the attention span. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say the attention span. How, how do you create a great piece in, in 35 no. seconds? You can't, yeah. can you? You know, it's 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 a shame. It's a shame, really. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's. I don't have. I don't have the golden. I don't. I don't have the answer to it. I mean, there's somebody I'm much cleverer than I am might have a you know the perfect answer. And I've seen some pilots that have been really, really cool, really good uh, for paintball. But you know, it needs somebody. There might be a videographer out there that's got a fantastic idea of doing something that's really special. But at the end of the day they're going to need somebody to give them some money. You can't you can't put six months of your life into making right. a, a documentary hoping that you're gonna you're gonna sell it. I mean like Tiger King, right? You you probably watched the Tiger King <laughs> yeah, when it first came yeah. out, right? But that is literally somebody who's gone, right, I'm gonna embed my life in with this guy and hopefully somebody will pick it up. Pandemic hit Tiger King becomes the the thing we all sit and watch because we've got we, we're trying to consume content rather than going completely <laughs> mental, right? And that becomes a thing. <laughs> and that videographer and or that team who, who put that together probably done all right of it. But I bet you there's a thousand that have done some other similar things that have just not resonated with mm. the producer who's made it and and they've gone away. And you know we're, we're not at the stage when you know paintball is going to be. Um, be there i think you know what could have helped for us and i don't know if it, it you know the writer's strike that they they had yeah uh, oh yeah if that would have carried on going a bit longer if they if they got rid of that if that carried on because i think it's gone now isn't it um, um yeah the, the, the actors, actors i think strike. yeah the actors are actors still strike, right. on strike there. those are the sort of things that allow this type of content to get onto you know mainstream stuff because they'll be going Oh, we've got no actual content, you know. <laughs> got like con- people saying there will be like a content shortage when this yeah. whole knock-on effect yeah. is kind of realised. And that sounded yeah. perfect for you guys. No, brilliant. 
Yeah, yeah, but, but the Next problem is there, it's, it's good if we've got the content there to deliver it in a package. So if I've got like, a, did you ever watch the roster stuff we did? Yes. Yeah, right. Jim loves that. That's one of Jim's favourites. Right. So the rosters are great, right? But it was such low budget. It was like me laminating numbers with paper clips that we could attach to someone, right? It, but it, it, it was a proof of concept piece that we tried to do. If we if we had now uh, the roster, you know, whoever, another X Factor one, say for instance, and we went, um, okay, we can deliver that, and here's you know eight episodes uh, that are all twenty two minute, thirty minute longs, whatever they are, and we could deliver that to somebody, and they can go and sell it to whichever network. That might be good, but I'm, I, I that's a risk. That's employing five or six cameramen and and a load of work, and you know, and it's. And it's and the, you know the production and editing of all of that sort of stuff these days is just just a just a huge amount of money. So so we don't have that product to even give them. Henry will do it all for free. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Be shit. It'd be shit though. <laughs> <laughs> be an iMovie special. <laughs> special. Yeah, but yeah, it's I mean you know paintballs is what it is, and it's we all love it, but it's it's you know it's. Uh, it's inside our heads. It's playing the game, which is the important thing, isn't it? That's yeah. what gets us all excited. And that's what still gets me excited now. You know, so, I mean, I played, I think I saw you the other week at CPPS. Yeah. On, yes, and I, I played, I, yeah, I played, um, played the, with a clan on the Saturday. Oh God, that was horrible. So bad. What an awful day. Just that the team were just so, so bad, uh, including me. <laughs> Um, and then, and then on the, I got in the car, I drove down to um, Homebush and played um, the Seven Man, and I had an amazing day, like a proper, you know, like, and it was like it was almost like, oh god, paintball, god, and then got down there and had just such a, such a good day, and then came away with it all, you know, energized and was like, right, love that, absolutely love that, I'm gonna, you know, gonna do more of that sort of stuff. So, and it's um, yeah, which is which is good. I think it still gives. I mean, I, I know you two are still in, and it's 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 a bug. It's hard to shake. Yeah, it is, it's yeah, a genuine it is addiction. It is yeah. hard to shake. Yeah. And you, you actually you, um, you played for us uh, in Tigers. the ECPO as well, Tigers. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was quite funny. It was quite funny to hear you behind me just yelling at me all day. Just <laughs> Luke, just go down the field. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I've shot them all in front of you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> what <are> you did? <laughs> we only lost one game all day, and that was the game that I didn't play. Oh man! Oh, that's it. Yeah, same. Doing one of those, but yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do, do you know? Actually, I, I can't. Say, I can't even say it wasn't because you were stood on the sidelines next to me as we. Yeah. As we <laughs> that was against. Uh, I think it was against Russia's, Warped, actually. No, Russia's that we lost. Was yeah, it? We drew. Yeah. Against, yeah, we lost against Russia's. Drew against Warped. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um and Wee Man who plays on one of my sandbagger teams, yeah, was like, Yeah, lads, you can sit this one out. I'm like, really? You went, yeah, I'm okay, okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> As you all came out holding on to your own arses. So uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. But no, I mean I, I, you know, the, the 10-man I think is great. I, I'm gonna hopefully try and get a proper sandbagger team into that uh next year. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, and just because it's this, um, it's hard. It, it, it's hard that the the sandbagger thing is. You know, the, the idea of it was that when I w- retired from Nexus, I still wanted to play. I hate it when players get to the highest level they can and then just quit because the, you know for whatever reason. 
I think it's quite easy to drop down, and that was why it's called, called sandbaggers because we said that was sandbagging is whichever division we can get in. Yeah. But now it's you know it's it's we've got two teams in elite. You know, we've got a team team in Div One, so we we were having teams in Div Four, Div Three, Div Two, sort of thing. So, so now we've all sort of progressed, you know, higher, and it's now more competitive. And then, if if I want to go and put a team into the CPL ten man, I can't just put in you know people like you know Andy Piper who hasn't played for three years, and, you know, <laughs> or whatever. You know, it, it, I want to put like a mustard team in. Really, I mean, I'd I'd put two teams in. I'd put like the you know the also runs and but you know the good the good players as well, and and we'll do well. We'll, we'll do well with that. But it's getting. The, I mean, last year I wanted to put a team in, put a, a message out to the lads who's in about five names. Well, well it's a ten man, so that's that's the end of, <laughs> that's the end of that conversation. Then, you know, and uh, but I think this year I think I'm going to push it a little bit more and sort of say, come on, let's go and have a bit of fun. Because I mean, the, the airball one in Nottingham, they'll they'll probably do all right at that. Yeah. That that's a good yeah. laugh. That one. Isn't it? It's a, it's yeah. a good one. That's for fun. One. Yeah, that, that's oh, the yeah. one thing that I think um keeps me in paintball is it, obviously you got the competitive side of like CPPS and stuff like that, and that can you can get burnt out quite quickly with with doing that. So the the ECPL is although I play for Tigers who are ultra competitive, I always find that I have more fun playing yeah. that side, which keeps me wanting to play CBBS more because I'm like, it's just that bug. It's that continuous cycle. Just, of, like, get some I variation. just want to play more. Yeah, because you play, you play at CBPS like over 20 times a year or more, something stupid. And then it's like, yeah, you need to like not just do air, but do like yeah. the whole lot. I think the, the, I think the process... It's something that when it when I started doing with GP and um, the reason I played with Clan this year is um, I needed to play the field before the GB thing. So I sort of phoned up um, Sid and said, "Listen, mate, you know, can I can I hop on?" He's like, "Yeah, you can. You know, no problem." And um, so I hopped on with them, and um, I'm sort of a little bit cocksure of myself, where I sort of went, oh, "I'll be all right in that division three, I think they play. Um, yeah. And I was like, this will be fine. I'll, you know, hold my own. And the next minute, you know, I'm getting myself ripped to pieces all over the place. And um, and I was like, oh, okay. So then I started training and I went and did a sad day with them, which was, you know, uh, Blakey said, come and, you know, join in with us. So it was training day with them. And then um, and then we did, the, obviously, the GB stuff as well. But it's, it is, I don't know what you think now, but I think it's, it's a process that you have to go into. I think... I think to rock up the sandbikers a few years ago would rock up and do well um, based on their skills, the, the yeah. actual raw skills that they had, because some of them had played for years and years, you know, at a very high level. I think now if you go, if, if the teams are, if you want to do well and the, the teams put the effort in, that process is so valuable. You know, it's it, it it's makes such a huge difference. Like you can walk a field, you can think you know you've got your angles, and then you're getting your ass blown off all the time by the guy that you don't even think has got a shot on you. Um, you know, you're missing your you know your break shots because there's a better angle from over there or whatever it is. And and that if you if the, whichever teams dial into that process will do better. I mean, my. The Sandbagger, um, the the Grey guys, which is the original, the OG Elite team, they train one day. They train the Saturday before they play the Sunday of the tournament. They don't do anything else in between, which works for them. 
um, and they've got some great players with some great skill. But the black team, who have done better this year, they, they came third overall and won one. So, yeah. yeah, because they put the effort in. And I don't necessarily think the better. I think if the grey team trained, they would be better than the black team. But the proof is that the black team did better the than them. And, and I think that is the part of the process. And I think, you know, it, you guys do that. And it, it's hard because it's sometimes, I mean, I when I train, I don't I don't always get the, the buzz. And people yeah. still cheat you and people still, you know, and you'll go, did it hit you then? You know, think, you know, because you're trying to dial in your break shots or whatever. And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, I definitely did. And then someone will come over the side and I go, can't believe how many times you shot him on the break. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> he's telling me I'm not shot him, you know, and that that screws your head up. But yeah, I think that I think it's a, a much more. Um, I think the process is a, a lot more intense now. I think I think more teams are training from every level, and and you see them shine. You can see them when you yeah. walk onto the field, even if their skill level isn't as high as some other teams' players. They still they rise to the top because they've trained. You know, yeah, and, it's, and it's, uh... it it does show. Um, I think there's a lot more teams training off field as well, working on fitness and athleticism and stuff like that nowadays. And I think that's that's helped the game a lot now. Um, yeah. you like look look at some of the guys like just 15s for example. Like those guys are always in the gym. They're just like machines. The way they move through the field as well. Yeah, but, um, I mean, that's that's the elite division. I mean, t- I'm talking about. Provisions three and four and stuff, and these players are, you know, they're, they're not rubbish. They're, they're not. No, rubbish. they're good. You know, and, good. and that worries me. And I, and and I do talk to Ainsley about this all the time. Where, you know, where do you know you you played your stag do, and you're going to go and come to play paintball for the first time? Or do you go? Okay, we'll play. You know, did four, right? Or you are going to be handed you over and over again you are not going to have a fun day right so okay they do the breakout and the break in and all that sort of stuff and i know that i think even that's too high i think the the level you know once you can hold your gun properly and shoot it properly and you've you've got a bit of a you know a grounding of in the the fundamentals i think you can do quite well i mean obviously not as good as you guys but um you, you can do well and I think there needs to be something even lower down, like really, even way below the break-in division. I think there needs to be some like serious Sunday league, beer league. You yeah, know, I mean the, the, the format that me and Ainsley have spoken about, and I've spoken about with other people about it, is the I think like little you know Johnny goes to his dad and says, "Hi, I want to go play paintball this weekend." I think I've told you this, Luke, and I sort of you go, "Okay, son, how much is that going to cost?" And he goes, "I don't really know." He goes, oh, what do you mean you don't know? He goes, well, it yeah. depends on which paint we shoot. And if we get yeah, to the finals, yeah. the bonus is we get another bill for 150 quid more for, <laughs> cup, you know, for the extra three or four cases of paint, whatever it is, right? So for me, it, it, we used to play a thing called the Atlantic Star a long time ago, um, and that was um, – the price doesn't really matter, but back then it was £37.50, and you played, I think, seven games – you got um, a case and half of paint or two cases of paint, whatever the number was, and that was your paint for the day. So you divvied it out, however you wanted to divvy it out amongst your players, and you were not allowed to buy any more paint. So little Johnny can go and ask Daddy, um, there's a tournament this weekend. Now, 37.50 might be out the window now because that was a long time ago. Let's say he says it's 60 quid, Dad, right? 
Dad goes, all right, well, there's 70 quid. Get yourself some dinner. I'll pick you up at five o'clock tonight. He goes, he plays his seven games. Whoever gets into the finals, you always got another case of paint or another half a case of paint or whatever. They go and play two more games in the finals and they have a fun day of paintballing. And I think that's the the format that would work as your your parachute entry level into it. And you could stay there for a certain amount of time. And if you then get the bug, you'll then go and play this the other stuff that's available to you. But that's the that for me, that's the the stepping stone that I think we're missing between the guy coming out of the woods and the guy then playing um a, a tournament and getting blown away. Um, it's only like you know, two hundred balls a game, hopper ball basically, play hopper ball. Yeah. But it's you know, every so there's no there's no like rich kid winning this because you're all given the same paint. So it's not like oh he's got evil. It's, yeah. it's not a paint and I've, win I've, league. Yeah, and and and, and you know, the, it's good for tournament organizers because they can go right. I've got ten teams, five players. Right, that means I know I know exactly how much paint I've got to get for the day. That turns up. They all get it. Everyone's on the same level of the of the, the paint quality, whatever that happens to be, and um, they go and play the game. and 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 hopefully, the whole point is that you enjoy it, isn't it? I mean, that's why breakout's yeah. so good because the start gate's wider. It means that everybody survives pretty much. Yeah, so you can get to the corners. You can play paintball. There's no, I mean, one of you know the the wider start gates is. I think is it's a good thing that if your job is just to run to that corner before you can start playing, and you only make it half the time. Pretty crap, that isn't it. So yeah, it's, it's it is a bit annoying. Like you, you train relentless, and then that one guy has just got that perfect lane and just dices you off the break. And it, yeah. you're like, am I am I fast? Am I low enough? Like you start questioning yourself. And obviously, playing in a league, you're always low enough, Luke. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. But um, I can imagine like it, it's it's. All right, in elite because you know that the the guys are are purposely shooting for you and their like their lanes are going to be on and and they've trained to do that. But obviously, if you're in the lower like lower divisions, that could probably be like be really annoying and just yeah yeah. Just there's a, there's a story about um, I took a, one of my it was my vice captain from Banzai's and I took him to the Millennium, the Newburgh rink, right? And we played him one of the lower divisions. And he, he used to be a pretty mustard player, right? And we played air ball, so he was around yeah. them. But when Barnes Eyes finished, he 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 stopped playing. So he'd not played really since, and um, took him to this event. And he's like, okay, what are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, just get to your primary and just chill out. I said, you'll work it out. You're, you're a good player. You'll you know, it'll take you a couple of minutes, and it'll be fine. So anyway... Plays the first game. I think we won the first point. Um, and he comes comes off and he went, just go to my bunker and chill out. He goes, every single person shot at me for the entire game. They never stopped shooting me. I hid in my bunker for the entire game. He goes, I never shot my gun once. And he goes, that was the most scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> right? And he's a decent tournament player, right? And uh, he went, oh, my God, I can't believe that was like that. And I was like, right, okay, yeah, the game might have gone a bit quicker, a bit, you know. I mean, obviously, not everybody was just shooting at him. But um, <laughs> uh, and so it's – you've got – to me, you have to look at how we, we get those – you know, we always talk about how to grow the sport and, and how we're going to make it better. Um, I think Woodland's massively more accessible because you can skulk around and it takes it takes a little bit longer. Um 
Uh, but the air ball, I think it can change a little bit. But then yeah. this dual stuff that, that you know the Hormesis guys have, have yeah. put up. I mean, I don't know what you think of that. I mean, I, I, I'm no, not. I interested thought it was so cool. I'm not interested in playing I it. it was pretty cool. But I like mm. I like it because it's mm. different. It's faster, smaller field. Um, it's showing some pretty sort of sweet skills out. I mean, they did it at skirmish, I think. So, you know, yeah, with, it's easier yeah, to follow as well. So you don't have to worry about the other like eight players. You just worry on the two. The yeah. two players that have the gunfire. Have you played I think it? So much you play it Henry? I haven't played it. No, we're I talking have, yeah. about it. We're have talking you? about right. it with the yeah. yeah Where at? Go on. Oh, that was at the skirmish one. All right. Play, okay. Play. Play that. Win? Uh, Sam Price. No. I caught Sam Price in the semi-finals, and um, he got one Not lucky excuse. ball in the face. He got a lucky um, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. There's always, always a lucky again. one, isn't it? Always a lucky one. Yeah. It's I won't let it happen again. But such bad luck. What's it like to play? Is it is it fun? Yeah, it's a good. It's a good lap. It's um. Would you take your mate and play it? That's never played paintball before. Um, I think no. it's a little bit intense for, exactly, for yeah. that. It's um, the worst thing for them. Yeah, yeah, because like you say, anyone that's got the kind of a grasp on how to shoot and stuff like that knows how to maybe not necessarily move through the bunkers, but you can just stand at the back and rail the bunker. Like like you're saying, your your mate thought everyone was shooting at him. And sometimes yeah. there are times when you sat behind the bunker and you're like, the bunker's getting hit and you're like, how many guns are actually shooting at me? And it yeah, might just yeah. be one guy, but yeah, um, yeah it's a but good I think, concept. I think, I think the, paint, the, the paintball is, it can offer so much. You know that I yeah. play a bit in Magfed as well, right? Yeah. So Magfed is great. It's 20 balls. He can't mess around, you know what I mean? And it's intense, you know, when you shoot your 20 balls, you, or when when do I change this, Mag, right? Do I change it when I've shot five, nine, 10, 11? They'll wait till I've got three left, and then there's four guys running in front of me. So it's it's all it's all different, and it's about what's going on in your head and how you know how you want to do it. Now that you might say the you know Luke, you might go the duel is exactly what I want to do. I want to do it every weekend. You know Henry might go not I'm uh, I'm gonna I want to play the mounds or the whatever. I might say I want to do magfed whatever it happens to be. And there's all these different formats, and that's why paintball is so good. I mean, I'm 53, yeah. and I, I I got. Well, me, uh, me and, uh, and Aunt Perry uh, got player of the day down at the Woodland, right? I'm 53. I wish we'd get in the player of anything. Should we, the, you, know, it's like, you know, but I, you know, what I mean is that you you can you can still compete at whatever fitness level you're at, whatever you know, and it's and you can also you you can budget it as well. You know, if you you know. You, People get scared off by, you know, whatever, and they might go, oh, I'm going to go and play Airsoft because it's cheaper. But Airsoft is not a, the same beast. It's it's not competitive. You know, you might say they seek, you know, what do they call it, a speed, speed soft or whatever. Yeah, that's oh, whatever. That's just, you, you can't ref that thing. I mean, the, the guns are ridiculously fast. And it's and it might be a bit cheaper, but, you know, you go play Airsoft, you have to buy about five guns to get through the day. So, you know, it's it's we don't have to do that. And, you know, there's... You can go and you can you can pick up a pretty inexpensive, you know, emac for a couple of hundred quid and go and have an absolute stellar. Of oh, a day. I, I still love my emac. My yeah. emac just, I love shooting it. I just love everything yeah. about it. I can't. Yeah. Um, we were actually talking about um Fight Club for uh, Mayhem this weekend, um, and it is a super Fight Club, isn't it, Henry? I think. Yeah, which but looks quite fun. I but will literally just shoot mac. Yeah. yeah um because one you don't shoot as much paint and two it's just oh it's just so good yeah. i love the emacs they're just so good mm, yeah. um but 
yeah it's, it's it's a hard one isn't it how how do you get say like the grassroots into into paintball really um i mean one of the things that has changed slightly is that when i when i was when i started playing and i was like you know 18 started playing my first tournament the local woodland site would have a you know, tournament on, and there might be seven teams, six teams, and they weren't that asked about making a bunch of money. Where I think a lot now, um, they need to earn the right amount of money for them to cancel their like regular day. Yeah, yeah. So that makes it so much harder. So they go, well, I can't run a tournament with six teams, and and that's not wrong. That's that's right. They've got a, you know, they've got a pay the mortgage and feed the family, you know? So they've got to do whatever it happens to do. But back then it seemed like there was a lot more people that were, it was grassroots, you know, I think Christ, we're talking about that 88 year. Um, so it was, you know, it was people wanting, everyone who was there was super involved in paintball. They loved it. It was a brand new thing. Everyone was excited. Um, and they were probably willing to not earn any money to, to be able to then, have that six, five, whatever amount of team tournament on for the day. You know, yeah. we used to, I used to run tournaments that would help pay for Banzai stuff. You know, we used to go to the States and play and that would help pay for that. Um, but now if you know that it's, you know what it's like, I mean, the, the Mayhem game that's coming up, the, you know, the, the walk on, uh, the fight club. Fight club, yeah. You know, it, I, I have this constant argument because I also have, you know, the UK PSF hat on. You know, I want to message all my, UK PSF members and say, hey, by the way, there's a walk-on down there. But I don't, I can't even get the event organizers to contact me with the information to help them advertise it. I, the, yeah. My analogy is always the same. I, I say, it's like you stood in a, an empty field, really far away from everybody, shouting, <laughs> I've got a paintball tournament or I've got a walk-on or whatever it is. And then I'm really surprised when nobody books in. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I've got, you know, there's two or 3,000 active paintball players on the UK PSF database that I can mail shot and say, come and play at this walk-on. It might only get them an extra 10 players, right? It might only get them an extra five players. Well, that's, that makes it more viable. And, that, and then we've all got to do the whole thing where we step up and go and do these things as well. Because if we don't yeah. step up and do them, they're all going to go away. And if they go away, then then we're in, we, there's no growth at all. Yeah. If there's no way, I mean, we're already struggling with, um, you know, if you look at the big games that we've got in the UK now, you know, I mean, you know, Ronnie was, um, Mayhem was, you know, he said it's the end of the, an era for them. And he's, you know, he pulled back a little bit on that and he sort of said he's going to do this festival, whatever that ends up being, you know, yeah. and the, 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 you know, the North versus South big game, and then you've got what um, superheroes and villains at skirmish, yeah. And then not really anything else. There's speed weekend. But... Yeah, speed weekend. Yeah, which is um, a hundred. But it's only a hundred person game. Yeah, it's great um, to have it. Of course it is. But it's yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's good. So we need but... to be taking down. I, you know, my my I go to the OMG Magfed games, and I take people with me. That doesn't. My brother comes with me. Um, my, my best mate comes with me and they don't play paint. Well, they do now, but because it's accessible for them so they can come down and we all have to start doing those type of things. And the, or the organisers also have to advertise it properly as well. Frustrates me to the point where sometimes I'll see it on Facebook and I go, right, I'm so angry. I'm not going to do anything about that. <laughs> you know, where I, I should be going, right, like, I need to like, you know, grab that text and send it on. But yeah, it, it's... Um, 
because it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's just an amazing sport, isn't it? I mean, I've tried to do all sorts of different things, but nothing's ever grabbed me like this. That's the thing, isn't it? We we we've got a lot of passion for it, but I don't think anyone. We could all do more. Everyone could do more. You know. Yeah. Um, well, you're, for... you're you guys. I mean, you know, you're doing a podcast, so you you've you you've ticked the box. <laughs> yeah, but I think we could still do more. I think there's there's more that I could do. Um, definitely. Um, there's there are spare minutes in my days where I could do more for for sharing paintball and stuff like that but um yeah it's it's one of those it's it's if everyone gets behind it i think it would um would help massively but you said like you said um you sharing like mailing all the ukpsf um members just adding a, an extra 10 people to to an event you know you never know those extra 10 people might then bring more people um yeah makes it viable event. doesn't it you know yeah. you don't you know if this if you're going down to a walk-on and there's 30 players there and it's 15 a side, that's a that's not a bad crack of a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good number, isn't it? You know, this yeah, and you know, get higher and higher. I mean, I, I this mentioned the speed weekend that you know, 100 person game. I love that. 100 person games, perfect, because you can actually make a difference, right? I I I'm the bigger games than that, I, I think no matter how good you are, I don't think you can punch a hole through pretty much anywhere. Depends how big the place is. But with 150 aside, you know, you you and a couple of your guys can take some scalps and, and you know, and you can start pushing through and, you know, and achieving some objectives. So I'm all up for the 100-person game. But, you know, sometimes we're getting some of these events that are, you know, are struggling with, you know, 10s, 15s, 20s. That's a shame. Well, again, like what we were saying, uh, Henry was talking to me earlier about um, the, the walk-on this weekend. And I don't get a lot of time to go and do walk-ons and a lot of times I'm I've already planned something in for that weekend and I thought do you know what actually I'm just gonna go do it because yeah. that's the main thing is is getting bodies on that field to go and play these things and yeah and just networking I mean, I mean, with what's people it, what's your charge play... Henry is it like it it's not uh it's like it's 55 pounds with a case of evil yeah case of evil if you book in by Wednesday evil really yeah, yeah. wow uh, that's, but that's, by, that's by Wednesday or Wednesday evening. So right. when when this podcast comes out. Right, All right, right. okay. Well, I'm no, booking oh, in now then if it's evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it comes with refs and everything. It's a, like, I went to got, one of the... He's got e rentals down there and stuff. Yeah, 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 it's you know, good. I know Ollie... lets you do that for free. One of I our think. teammates is bringing his mate with him and, like, borrowing all the kit and stuff from Ronnie. So, yeah, yeah it's good. That, it's a good thing but to it's do. Cheap, it's cheap for those people, isn't it? Is it even cheaper? Or is it the same? What, for... I'm not sure. If you I'm bring not sure, a, but you, didn't you, you get like a bring a, bring a mate thing or something? Or is that the kit? Is it right? Yeah, I think you get yeah. get you can borrow the kit, which yeah. is a winner. An emac, which is more than enough. Well, what that's what I'm going to be using. So I think they have an electric. You get an electric loader with it as well, don't you? I think they have. Uh, yeah, I think they. they have the pals loader? Is it or no? I think they have the the speedster. What about? I think the. I don't oh, know. Right. I, I don't know. We have an electronic loader. I want speedster. So which is yeah, yeah entry level loader, but perfect for for a mech. So, well, yeah, know, exactly. Crack, crack on, you know, go and get yeah, on. Get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, talking about um, Eclipse products, this is one thing that I said to Henry that I, w- I wouldn't mind talking about. Why has Eclipse never brought a mask out? Mm. Um, TBC. It is, <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's one of the things that we people always wanted us to do. They wanted us, they wanted us to bring out all the peripherals that went around the gun, right? So they wanted us, to, you know, the loader, 
um, the tank regulator, that sort of thing, and then also um, a mask. And um, we have dipped our toes quite far into the mask development. Um, this, uh, but I don't know. It's there's some pretty decent masks out there, right? So, what yeah. am I going to bring to the table that you know for the the amount of effort that I'm going to have to put into it? I, I just don't know if it's something that we would do very well. So, what's weird? Okay, so paintball markers are metal, right? Yeah. Generally. Yeah, and then you've got some plastic parts, depending on which model it is, plus reinforced nylon, all that sort of stuff. To take for us to go into a completely different field of making foams and plastics and you know uh, lens, whatever material that is, yeah, I, I just don't know if we would be good at it. I mean, you know, just because we're good at making paintball markers doesn't mean that we're good at making lenses or you know whatever, and so and. I think for me, if I wanted to develop a mask, I think I would develop a site rental mask. Okay. Um, because what's the volume? No quality of you know, like when we made when we made the EMAC, right? We we mm. made it as a site rental market. We and the way it worked for us, we wanted to. We had this, this like um, uh, a time in the year when we weren't busy in production. So the idea was that we were going to make the EMEC and we would have all the parts out there. And when we weren't busy, we would make EMECs. That was like, you know, so so the guys sitting there sweeping the floor and, you know, and doing whatever, they would make the, the EMECs and the EMECs would then sit on the shelf. That was the sort of initial plan. As it turns out, they became super popular and we had to go full bore on production, Right. So that's that was, but we we knew we couldn't hit the price point at, um, on the markers that the, some of the other people were, were making. So we we looked at the price points, and I'm not going to mention the markers, but they, we looked at their price points, what they were selling for, what they achieved, and all that. And we just said we can't make it that cheap. We just can't. It, we, we would have had to have cut so many of our the, the corners and 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 lowered our um, you know yeah. our values so much that we didn't want to do that. So what we decided to do was we said we would make the best paintball rental marker that we can, and whatever price that comes out at is what price that comes out at. And that's where it's at, right? We don't make a lot of money on those markers. They cost a lot to make, um, but we um, we decided to do it. So it was good, basically, what I'm trying to say. Um, (coughs) One of the reasons we did that is we wanted to give the rental player a good experience. So what tends to happen is some of the other paintball rental markers that are on the, out there, um, they make quite they're quite harsh on the paint. Yeah. Right. So therefore, the site owner might get harder paint. Okay, because he wants uh, a trouble free day. Nobody wants to be on a, a rental customer breaking paint in the loader and you know in in the hopper and and, and in the barrel. So um, so they'll get a harder paint. The customer then gets shot up and it's a bit harder, bounces off. You know, that experience isn't always the, the ideal the one. The greatest. Yeah. So we wanted to create a product uh, with the EMEC that customers could, so the, the, the park owners could um, make, uh, could buy the good paint. 
So the you know the customer is still going to break when it hits them, and it's not going to break in the gun and the loader, all that sort of thing. You know, so it gives them that better experience. So going back to the mask, the the one thing that I always used to you know the first thing I ever bought for paper was a mask. I bought a JT thermal whippersnapper. Um, phoned up the man, I think phoned up JT in America at the time and said it, it's all fogged up. And they went, you pull the thing off the inside of the lens. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We had yeah, no sticker and it was like, oh yeah. my God, you know, there's nobody else to call. They, they get imported in from <laughs> JT Direct, I think. And um, uh, 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 but the uh, there are some paintball sites in the UK that are good, I'm sure that around the world, but the ones in the UK that I know, they give um, thermal masks. Um, yeah. And that, that I think with our marker, decent paint and a thermal mask goggle that you can see through that doesn't fog up is such yeah, a great million time. miles difference. Yeah. It's like the it's got the IMAX in it rather than watching it on your phone. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's 5D. So we, I think 5D. if we were developing a mask now, I think we would want to... Um, I'd probably want to develop something in in that sort of in that area, but the problem is with that is uh, the site rental customers, the the, the park owners, um, they they're not going to want to pay how much we then, you know, what I mean, if we sort of go, yeah. okay, we've got this amazing site rental mass that's thirty five pound a piece or whatever, they can go, well, I can get these for, you know, twenty pound or whatever, whatever the figure is, and they're not going to be willing to do it, so. It's hard because you'd have to go for mass, huge volumes, you know, where, you know, uh, uh, I think for a, um, a high-end mask, and the high-end masks are good anyway, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I don't even know where I'd go with it. I mean, we've we've done some designs, and some of the masks that come out nowadays, I look at them, God, I hate that. I think that's disgusting. And uh, But then, um, you know, then, uh, and then I'll see other people going, oh, have you seen this? It's amazing. Look how cool that is. I'm like, okay, not for me. And that's horses for courses, isn't it? You know, we, we still, you know, we're not struggle, but we, we have a, a great design team, but, you know, trying to recreate the next best thing is hard. So could we do a good job? I don't know. We haven't ever done it. You know, we've, we've, it's, it's hard. I mean, we, we made the, uh, the speedster loader was like our first dip toes dipping into the electronic loader market. And, it's a great loader. It as as a you know, it's super robust. I don't know if you've picked one up. You know, it's the the heavy. You know, and they're yeah, going to yeah. get. They're not. Gonna, they're not going to break. You know, <laughs> but it, and it and it. You know, it'll feed. You know, that ten balls a second. You know, it's. Uh, but it's it's um, it, and it'll do you all right. But it's not a spire or a you know or a an LVL or whatever. It's it's not. It's not one of those loaders. It's it's a different. It's a different beast, really. So we, you know, we'll look at it and try and like everything we do. We'll sit there and we'll argue, and it's proper arguing at our place. It's like, oh no, we need this instead of this and that, and and I'd be like, well, no, the customer doesn't want that. And then, you know, could a lot of us all still play, so we can have those conversations. You know, like you know, when we're talking about what we're doing for Magfed, I'll come back from a Magfed game. I mean, I do this pretty much with everything in my life. If I went like I came back from Tenerife the other day, and I'll come back, and while I'm away, I'll write down things that piss me off while I've been away. Like I've got these bloody travel plugs, right? That um, it's got like four USB slots in it. Yeah, so I'm like happy days. I've got that. I've that. I've my phone, <laughs> my my kids' switch, my my my, my watch, whatever. And then all, all in the middle of the night, I'll just go. Boop, because it's run out of power or whatever. And I'm like, oh, 
So then I'll come over and I'll go, right, I'll do, I want to, I want to make, I need to get a better version of that. And we do that in paper. We'll sit there and argue and I'll come back and go, well, we had, you know, I played Mag Fed, but it was, um, you know, my, my barrel was 14 inches long and I was struggling inside, you know, doorways. Cool, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I will literally, honestly, if, if we've done this, where I've studied doorways at Planet and gone, look, can't get my gun sideways through this door with this barrel on it. <sighs> and we've gone, well, what are we going to do? And I go, well, if I'm coming out sideways, I've got to be able to, you know, get my whole gun through there. So then we'll go, right, let's make a, a, a muzzle break, which is, you know, 2.5 inches long rather than, you know, a, a tip. Yeah. And uh, and then and I'll go, and then Jack will design it, we'll make some of it, and then we'll stick. And, I, and I'll be literally stood at the door planning, going, right, good, and through the door, <laughs> you know, and, I'll, and that'll be it. And that's how things develop. And that's, you know, you sometimes miss these little things if you don't play. And I think that's... I think that's quite important. I mean, Jack's well, off to fill the gap next week to to play with all these, you know, capital offence guys, and and he'll come back and he'll be going, oh, I've just this has just happened, or this is a buzzing about this, or you know, my, you know, my pack's no good, or my, my goggle did this, or whatever it is, and then we'll talk to somebody and we'll you know we'll try and either develop that with them or we'll try and make something that we're doing better for the next generation of stuff all i can think of is uh, <laughs> you coming out going i can't get it through the door and jack just taking it putting it in a vice and just cutting it and going deal with it <laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah yeah i mean when i've like when we did um we we make a stock called the pwr stock and it, it slides in and out so jack's going why do you need it to slide in and out and i'm like well and it's don't you just set it and it's just set and I was like, actually, no. I said, I, I play it. I have a certain notch I play it on, whatever it is, number seven, when I'm playing, like, in the field. But then as I come to a building, I want to go around the corner, I'll, I'll slide it all the way in and go really tight. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm going, it's just the way you do it. And then me and Jack and a few of the Planet staff will go and play. And he goes, I know what you mean now. Yeah, I get it. You know, until you've had those experiences of the different – things you, you just you just won't get it in the same way so it's um it's, it's good though that you do that because obviously it's like building the product for the players by the players um you're so good at solving all those like mini problems it's like when you came out with all the taller stuff i'm yeah. so bad at all the teching taking gun apart whatever but like as soon as that happened i was like this is this is amazing yeah. game changer and it's the obviously thing you always talk about the velocity as well always forget and it's the, like you've got the, the little yeah the, yeah, the plus and minus well they yeah. we call those quality of life improvements they're not they don't make mm. the, the marker shoot any better but they are like just nice little features like the one yeah. uh, and on the current you know high ends we have um like a little bump on the back of uh the the feed lever because i was fed up with it dropping down and Jack's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, I wanted to push yeah. in and sort of have its like little house it sits in. He's like, <laughs> right, okay, I'll do it. And then he does it and he goes, yes, yeah, actually quite nice, that isn't it? You know, <laughs> like, have, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the high end markers, they have a spare detent, you know, underneath the, um, the, the eye covers. The eyes, yeah. Right? yeah. Because, you know, what do you do? Do you have to suddenly, you know, you've got your gloves on and you're in the middle of a point and you're right, you know, you need to put a detent in. It's like, well, where is one? Well, it's right there where you need it to be. Right, happy day is good. Right, I can change it. You know, I know all those little things that we do is it, probably because at some point or other, one of us has been really pissed off 
about <laughs> something and we've gone right right on the list next time it comes around i remember i think the cs3 there was a bit quite a big list of you know little features that i wanted and jack's like you're an idiot i'm like there's no bottle opener on this how you know i was in the pits the other day and i wanted a bud and there wasn't a bottle and he's like right okay yeah yeah we'll let us know you then lads I have, so a I have a bottle opener on my mag fed gun Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice little. Oh, that's amazing. The, 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 the CS 3.5, its back cap is going to be shaped yeah. with a bottle opener. So you see Leds out there with Peroni. We used to do a gun, uh, one, um, I think it was a 05 or a 06, with a bottle opener in it on it. An ego with a bottle opener on the on the frame at the back. <laughs> I used to drink funny. a lot more than I drink now, by the way. So uh, it, was, it was quite an essential, <laughs> an essential part, really. <laughs> that's quality that's i didn't realize that but i'm gonna look out for that now yeah i wonder look. if anyone's got one yeah i need one on my emac you want in your emac yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> can we put can we put a request in for yeah, I, I, a new... I, I, honestly the, the arguments every track he just tells me and I'm, in, I'm an idiot quite often with this the suggestion i'll just go oh how about this for god's sake but sometimes you know it's, it, jack's quite good he'll he'll tell me i'm an idiot and then he'll go off and then a couple of days later, I go, you know that thing you wanted? I go, yeah. I go, well, I can't do what you wanted, but how about this? And I go, ah, interesting. So sometimes <laughs> it's about, you know, just watering that little seed and, and seeing what grows from it. And, you know, we've, yeah, some, we do all right. We, we, we don't get it right every time, but we most of the time we sort of get it pretty good. That's quality. I like that. Um, I, don't, I can't even remember where we left off of. We just died. You asked me if we'd make a goggle. That's it, yeah. <laughs> well, I think you answered that quite well, to be honest. Yeah. We, we we went down a massive rabbit hole. Of, um, Love it, it's great deep dive. Anyway. But that was a yeah, good yeah. quality. Um, okay, well, what <laughs> we'll go back to sort of World Cup. Um, <laughs> you, you sort of were explaining um, how World Cup is a bit different from most of the other rounds earlier before the, before the, uh, before yeah, the yeah. show. I can't remember. No, I, I was I was just saying because Luke's you're obviously going, but I was just saying that it's one of the big differences is that when you go to World Cup, you'll notice how many people that are there that aren't playing. Um, even on the Wednesday, the Thursday, the Friday, you know, the each player and team has a huge entourage with them. Um, I used to think it was just about going to Florida. Um, in, 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 and I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's you know they take the family with them, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever it happens to be, and they'll just they're they're just it just makes the whole thing immense. I mean, like uh, what I was explained earlier, we we did there's there's a survey somebody wrote. I think Tom Colmart told me this, and um, it was you know if you go do a uh, tough mudder, you might take you, you know you wife and your kid with you right and then you're just they see you for five seconds then you run off and go and you know get electrocuted and jump through muddy water <laughs> and then you come back at the end of the course they give you a clap and but they've been there while they've been there they've been they bought a hot dog haven't they or the you know coffee or whatever it is and and that creates the atmosphere of the event um and and i think that happens with quite a lot of extreme sports but we in the UK especially um, and in Europe, um, I don't think we take our family with us to these things. Like I was saying that 
I've been playing many years and I think I've played in a, um, like when I was 18, I think I played at the same time with my dad and he, he shot me, I think, and he still goes on about it now, actually. Um, but, um, you know, he's got no interest in going to watch me play. He's, you know, when I said to him this year, oh, I've managed to have made the GB vet squad, he didn't go, oh, can I, can we come up? I mean, the guy, he's retired, he travels. You know, he's he's away now, and he he didn't want to say, "Can I come and watch you?" Would have loved that, you know. So there's we don't have that. Um, uh, the amount of people don't come to watch us like like you'll see in the states, and you, in the states you'll I think you'll be blown away with how many people are walking around with with the dogs and the kids, and you know, in the carts, and you know, and, and just in their normal clothing. And um, I, I think a lot of the paintballers um, will come and go. During the day, yeah. I don't think a lot of them will hang around, but you'll still have people that will, you know, tons of them. I mean, we have people come in the booth every single year that I don't think they play. And, and they'll come in and they'll hang out and say, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, there's it, just be nice. And and it's 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 just it's just a big thing going on. You know, they'll put the big beer thing on with, you know, the DJs and all that sort of stuff. And people just hang out and have a really good time. And I think that's what makes the whole event so special. And um, it's just, it's not 10% better than anything else you've been to. It's 500% better. It's like a night and day difference. Yeah. And and it's not, not, and I don't think it's just, it's not because they've done, they do do a pretty decent job. Um, uh, you know, it, 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 there's a lot of work goes into to doing that. I mean, they're probably there now building it, sort of thing. Um, it's and it's you know, there's uh, they, they, I mean, the stuff they do in the background, and I know quite a bit of it, not as much, uh, you know, but it, it's it's the amount of effort they put in is is huge, and um, it's great to see. It's a showcase, you know. I think there's more teams booked into this one already. Um, when I say already, I'll quantify that in a second. There's more teams booked into it than have ever played World Cup now. And what will happen is the loads of teams will get knocked out or, um, you know, early doors because it's such a long event. And a lot of those teams will go and form 10-man teams or they'll go and play mech on the mounds or they'll go and do whatever it happens to be. And there'll be another, I don't know, I don't know what the number is, another 100 or so teams that will form during that week that's there. And that'll that'll bolster that number up again. So it's, it's the biggest, it's the I mean, it's just huge. It's just, it's mental. You know, I mean, I don't know what your biggest event is, but you're you're probably one of the big CPPSs, like maybe. Uh, Yeah, probably the NXL when it was over at CPPS, maybe one of the big events. I think that's, this year was the biggest one Ainsley would ever run, I think. Um, But this is, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing. I mean, it's, you know, Ainsley's a fantastic job. CPPS is amazing. We're so lucky to have that venue and to have somebody so passionate about what we, you know, what he's trying to create. But I mean, I think he would, he'd all this hat off and say, yeah, this is, this is sort of special. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. You'll, you'll love it. Hopefully, hopefully you'll love it. I mean, I loved it last year and we had a bloody hurricane in the middle of it, didn't we? So Yeah, I know. We, I was we, supposed we... to be out there last year. Was you? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a half past nine at night, I get an email from Virgin going, uh, your flight's cancelled. Oh, God. And I was supposed to God, be at Heathrow at five in the morning. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we, we were out the week before. I managed. Uh, we did the whole kids and family thing and then we got them on a plane, went down to site, did half a day on site and then it was like, Hurricane coming. God, luckily they'd gone, so it was all right. 
<laughs> it wasn't too um, bad though. It's soft, aren't it? The Americans just a bit of wind. Uh, oh, see, that's <laughs> what ev- everyone told me that. Everyone that come back were like, "Oh, just just a bit of strong wind." And I was like, "Don't tell me that. Nibble. Just 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 tell me it's a full blown hurricane, and you have to hunker down." Volcanoes. Yeah, because that makes, yeah, yeah, that not, makes God me feel so much smashing through the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I don't yeah, want to hear that. it. Was just it was just a strong gale because yeah, yeah. that makes me feel horrible. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been in Florida a few times when it's hit, and there's we got once with, with Banzai's, and they said they were we, we'd like we had four in a room, all that sort of stuff, you know, to make it cheap. And yeah. um, they were like, get in your bath, get in your bath, and pull your mattress over your bath and and lie there until we tell you to get out. And I'm like, going, there's only one bath. We ain't getting four of us in there. So we just <laughs> we just went to the bar, and it, it's there. It was, we might as well bunk it down in here. They were still open, so we it, and it was pretty rough. But um, you know, yeah, we all survived. So, good. oh god, that's crazy. That's incredible. Um, talking about obviously the eclipse booth and that lot. It it seems to be one of the bigger biggest booths, isn't it? Usually there. Um. Um. Yeah, there are a few big ones, but yeah, we make a we make a big effort uh, there. Yeah, I I know you're gonna answer this in the most boring way, but any any uh, new products that are gonna hit the line at, at World Cup? Um, no, <sighs> there isn't. I mean, I'm not even lying. No. Um, <laughs> we've got um, we've done a load of specials um, markers. Um, do you know last last year we did an anodizing competition? Oh yeah. Yes. Right. So the two people who won at first and second, we've given them a bunch of markers. I think they had like I don't know, uh, ten each, maybe something like that. Um, and we've done, uh, and we've basically asked them to do some more showcase pieces for for us. So we've got some one off, some quite nice, cool stuff. Um, all I think pretty much all of them are all polished and you know got some sort of trick you know trickness on it um uh, not always not all of them are one-offs we've done like we've done like pairs so we've got if you if you you know i know you're after a new gun luke you can get a matching <laughs> lv2 and cs3 like in a what oh in like in a, you know that in a one-off yeah color. and then the cs3 has got a matching fr- uh, mech frame to go with it as well no and then way. yeah and then we've got some one-off um uh, EMFs, the, the MagFed, we've got stuff like that there. But it, it generally, it's just, you know, it's it, for us, World Cup has always been an important thing for us to, to be there as tech support. Um, and, and the showcase that we put on as well is just showing people our stuff, really. Um, and our, our product line has, over the years has expanded. You know, we never used to have a rental marker. You know, but now we've got a rental fleet type stuff, you know, going all the way, you know, up, up you know, through the EMFs and, and the 180s and, and that sort of stuff and going all the way, you know, to, to our to our flagship stuff. So we've got all that there. Um, we've got some cool, you know, bits and bobs, nothing. But you got a new line of T-shirts um, that are coming out that are just, they may just be for Cook. Um, they're only going to be in America, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, but... Generally speaking, it's um, it's you know to sort of plow on. It's we're, we're not at the point to launch anything new. Definitely not this year. There's nothing new coming out this year, guaranteed. Promise you. Guaranteed. What I would I lie to you, Luke? Uh, no, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, this uh, it's it's. Um, I mean, at the moment, if you look at what's being launched from our, us at the moment, 
sort of coming out. You know, we've had uh, the infamous is just launching now. So I think um, uh, the Twister got launched tonight, I think, or we're launching it. Um, and then we've, you know, HK have got their fossil stuff. Project G have done their stuff. So, we, you know, we've got a load of that sort of stuff. So, you know, all of that is, you, you know, we, we get, um, you know, over the years, people have always said, oh, you know, we want to do, you know, you, you need to do something a bit more private in you know, label or something cool. So we've sort of got on got board with that and, and we've started doing those for those other companies. And we have got a little couple of other little sexy things that you might see out there, but no new, no new markers. We've got some nice, we've got some nice sort of fancy stuff, shall we say. Um, but the markers are, are all going to be exactly as, as, as they are. And, and that'll happen. You know, they're not, you know, we haven't got an LV3 or a CS4, you know, in, in the pipeline at all. It's we, we develop stuff all the time. You might have seen pictures of other markers being tested, but, you know, we, we test. Sometimes it's impossible for us to test a new anything, you know, and, and if we test a new valve system, we need a new body for that to go in. And, yeah. you know, and it doesn't mean that like that marker is ever going to get created. It just means that. We can give it to some of our sponsor teams and they can give us feedback. They can say, yeah, it kicks like a mule. And we go, okay, well, that's not what we wanted. You know, we there's no point, you know, us, us guys shooting those in, in the firing range at Planet. And we're not the pro players that need to use them. It's, you know, if we can get it to be the perfect marker that the pros are happy with, then we know that'll filter down um, to everybody else as well. And that's so that's why you will see taped up stuff it's funny like stony and eddie and stuff at planet they'll be taping up stuff just just for a giggle <laughs> you know and they go oh i'm playing this weekend i'm going to tape up my marker why are you taping it up because oh, everybody will think it's new <laughs> whatever you know i could just yeah, picture yeah. stony's little face doing it as yeah. his massive like, yeah. smile like yeah this is gonna wind a few people up well we, we have these um you might have seen these like very blocky things Yes, um, and that's so we can. Um, it, 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 obviously, that's not really in disguise. It's a big block of metal, and that's because it will be trying something internally out, or we'll be trying something that we can then change. And but it, it's you know, yeah, I'm not going to lie. We test stuff all the time, but you want us to test stuff, don't you? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't want it to like be like, oh, they brought another gun out. That's just crap. You know, so it's yeah, we, we we test stuff literally, you know, all the time. You know, and it's you you know, there might be stuff that I mean, sometimes the, the baggers are funny. I mean, we I, my I've I've got a, a CS3 and LV2 of me and an EMF. They are constantly missing out of my office. And and then I'll go, I'll get to an event and I'll go, I'll phone Jack up and I'll go, CS3's gone down, and he'll go, You've not taken the one out of your office, have you? I'll go, You mean my gun? Yeah, David goes, oh, yeah, yeah, put some new stuff in there that doesn't work. And I've been like, oh, genius. <laughs> you know? and, and that that sort of thing is like, like you know, I'm like, oh, thanks, mate. You know, well, and he'll go, at least I know it doesn't work for real now in the field. I go, well, it worked for game one. He goes, yeah, it's pretty crap, you know. But, but you know, uh, a lot of this stuff is is sort of trial and error. And, the, the, you know, the margins that we're working with are so fine it's i mean i was talking to someone about this the other day who said to me he wants he wanted to buy um a 180r and he came to me and he said do you have any problems with these and i was like well, i don't know what you mean and he said well you know did he break or does this happen does that happen and i said i said no they're solid really good and he's like right okay okay I said mate listen i won't come and play all these events if my guns were rubbish 
I said, the amount of grief I would get, people just peckering me head all the time, going, oh, this is broke, that's broke, this broke. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. So, you know, we do put a lot of effort into making sure, I, I suppose it's so I can carry on playing without people wanting to stab me to death. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they shoot good. There, there is the, that is the one thing that you can say about Eclipse is they just work. No matter yeah. what, they just work. And yeah. the tech support that you guys put on as well is is insane. I, I think I've heard a lot of people say they you know, one eclipse are robust and you can just put it in your bag, get it out the next time. Don't matter how long you haven't played for and just it will work. But also it's it's having that tech support there, knowing that if anything does go wrong, you literally walk up and go, my gun's broken. I don't know what to do with it. Can you have yeah. a look at it? And the gurus there will just be like, yes, yeah, like have you tried turning it on and off again sort of thing. And and it's important for us that, you know, you can go and play because that was always, you know, at the beginning of paintball, that was always a huge frustration for us. I mean, even when we had the shop, we would, you know, literally, you know, say we, we bought in autocockers or we bought in Automax, right? They just won't work out of the box. It was just ridiculous. And it was like we we wanted customers to you, – you, you want a, a customer that's happy when he leaves the door. And when he comes back in, you want him to say, a great day with that. You don't want him to come back in going – yeah, that don't work. It's like a nightmare, isn't it? So, and and you know, we have to have a. Sometimes people say to us that our markers, um, you can tune them better if you put a X valve in or a Y this or whatever it happens to be. But what we try and do is we try and like a Formula One racing car, right? Doesn't always get around the track, yeah, because something will break on it, and then that guy's got to retire from the game right, for, from the race. Ours, we need our markers to be able to um, perform really well in every weather condition, in every different place around the world, in every temperature, and perform at a very high level. But I'll tell you now, it isn't the highest level that that marker will shoot at because sometimes if, you, if you're riding that razor's edge, that's when you get problems. And we yeah. know people push that envelope themselves, but I'm I'm still at Planet. I Honestly, people come to me all the time saying, can you have a look at this for me? And I'm like, don't ask me. I literally have no clue. And that's <laughs> I'm, I'm almost a guinea pig for Jack and the guys. They'll just go, let's go test this. And I'll just go, uh, okay. And they'll send me off and I'll come back and I'll go, it did this or it did that or whatever. But it it once we get launch it, it has to be in that sweet spot in the middle of the Goldilocks sort of thing where it's just you know it's it's just right. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. And and that and that's what we we try and do. And we want we want you to be you know have faith in your equipment. And 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 we sort of achieve that. I mean, I don't know if you know, but we uh, we we haven't really publicized it too much. But we we increased our warranty from a year to two years on markers oh, wow. now. So we did this probably, we probably did it about a year or so ago. And um, so from, from the date, because the reason we did it was because people don't register their markers for warranty, right? It was, these fill this for me and then register it. And then, yeah, and Henry saying, I've never done that. Look at you, right? So <laughs> honestly, God, the, the, the what for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's a thing in the manual, there's a, there's a, a QR code, there's all sorts of to help you and the, the, it was like about a four percent take up on it right it was ridiculous so we just said this is pointless we're running these systems databases that we we just 
we couldn't do anything with. Because what we wanted was, let's say you get a product that's got a, a faulty part from whatever reason, an O-ring or a whatever, right? We wanted to just go, right, okay, 100% of the people are bound to have registered, aren't they? Just send them all a new, new O-ring and they can fit that and they'll be happy. But when you've only got two, three, four percent of people that register, we just went, there's no point. So we just closed that system down and we just said from the date of manufacture, right? So because we know that date. So your serial number, one, one, two, three, four, blah, blah, right? From the date of manufacture, you get two years from then. And it, so we said, so it's increased from everybody. You know, if, if a gun's been on the shelf, somebody's shelf, or it's, you know, it's not got into your hands for six months, say, you still got 18 months on it. So, and that's, and, and for us, that means that we know that it's dead simple for us. You can just literally walk in, you know, to any of you, uh, one of our service centers and go, and they can type in the serial number and go, yeah, you're still in warranty, mate. Let's get it sorted out for you. Happy days. It's important. Like it. Tech support is important. No, Massively. And, yeah. I mean, we've got, I think there's nine, maybe nine or 10 techs out at World Cup. And that's because we 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 fly in the people from, Different countries, we've got a German tech there, fish is going out from the UK. We've got the guys from Mexico and South America there and from oh. Canada and America as well. And they all come and they all work off each other and they all learn the processes from each other, the little tricks, the, the tips and stuff. I mean, there are a lot of things that, you know, when we launch, let's say CS3, we don't launch CS3 on day one and it doesn't change until we launch CS4. There are so many micro changes that have happened during the, 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 the process of that marker and the tech bulletins will go out. You know, we, we've now changed, you know, in, in production to this, this, we call them rolling changes, just things that are a little bit better or this O-ring has gone out of tolerance and just, you know, it might be a tech bulletin just to say to our techs, if you hear it doing this, this is because of this, this and this, and, and this is the fix for it. But when you get them all together, you can talk to them all and you can, that, 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 collective knowledge that they all have is so good for just for the in, for the community really because it's yeah. it, it it all gets spread around you know we we like we, we haven't really done many but we we, sh we need to start doing more tech classes as well you know where people can come down and learn how to do it we stopped during uh just before covid because of because of covid um but yeah, that sort of thing as well is important. If every every team should have somebody who can do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't they? You need, you know? yeah, yeah, you need yeah, the tech definitely. warrior. Otherwise, yeah, you, yeah. you're fucked, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if uh, we have one of those. No, we don't. Yeah. Not on Quest. But that's like, I mean, we, you know, at CPPS, we have the, the rental fleet down there. So, you know, I make sure that Ainsley and the CPPS guys have got a bunch of guns, you know, and it's for it's for people that I've got our markers that they have a problem with. They can swap, you know, they, or they, if they want to go and try, you know, you go, oh, okay, I'm, I'm currently shooting an Ether 3, but I fancy the 180R. Okay, well, you can go in the cabin, have a chat with, you know, Steph, Dill, Ains, whoever, and say, can I borrow that off your truck? Go give it a try. I mean, proof's in the pudding, and it's not something I'm, I mean, you know, it's people say it to me all the time, oh, which is your best marker, or, you know, and I go, I can't tell you that, you know, of course I'm just going to go, well, it's the most expensive one, you know. Sales pitching, yeah. exactly, <laughs> but I just go, mate, you've got to go down to your local store or go down to your local field and ask the people that are playing with it and, and see which one it is, and there'll be somebody that's at that field who will hate planet stuff right for whatever reason right and that's fine but and there'll be somebody who loves looks or loves die or loves 
field one or whatever it is, and that'll be. But they might be a tinkerer or they might be somebody, you know. But they're hope and luckily, you know, for our brand is that there are a lot of people that thinks ours is the best, and and it, because it's, I think it's because of the reliability as well. There was one yeah. guy at CPPS. I won't mention his name. It's funny. He comes up to me about three years ago and he says. He said, do you know what I hate about your guns? I was like, we, we were just about to go into the field to play, uh, not against him, but we were just, you know, to go through the netting. And um, and I, I looked at him and all the baggers around me looked at him, Div 3, I think we were playing. And um, he said, do you know what I hate about your guns? I was like, oh, my God, here we go. This is weird. And I went, nope, go on. And he went, they never break. <laughs> and I went, oh, <laughs> I went, okay, I'm not really sure I know what to do with this now. You know, like they never break. You went, no, nope, they never break. He goes, I'm a tinkerer and I like to I like to fix problems. I was like, okay, I'm not taking this as a negative, mate. I said, so you're telling me that my guns don't break? He's like, no. Nope. Right, okay, fair enough. And then that was about probably about four or five years ago that was. And this year, the same guy came up to me and he says to me, I've decided I'm going to buy a Planet Eclipse gun. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. I'm like, good. Then Give we've gone full circle. He's obviously <laughs> fed up of tinkering at this point, isn't he? And he's just kind of, yeah, he just wants to go and have some fun. So yeah. Just... That's that's like um yeah. You have to just say that as a compliment. I hate, no, I hate the fact that you break. Yeah, it could that's, be a lot of worse. It. Yeah, it could yeah. be a lot worse. But nothing worse than uh someone trying to talk to you as you're walking through the net. It's like Freaking hate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about back. to go on, on the point and someone says something to you, and you're just like, oh, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Leave yeah. me it alone. Rain up a little bit, but I mean, we were probably drunk, so it probably didn't matter. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well. Um, You're probably on two we... podcasts here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah well, I was going to say, we've, we've been going for a long time here. So I think we're, we're that's episode 100. And now we'd we do episode two hundred. I've only I've only got one more question, um, Henry. Anything else from yourself? No, I'm pr- I'm pretty good. I've, pretty yeah. good. Come on, Henry, hit me. What have you got on your mind? <laughs> um, okay, I do have one thing. Hopefully, it's a short one. Um, I don't do short like, ones. Have you noticed? Manufacturing <laughs> cycles. So you said you have like the Emec was in like a down. I don't know yeah. in one cycle. And then you have like your high end stuff and one like production run or whatever. How does yeah. that work? What what do you usually plan to do in like a normal like calendar year? Like how do you oh, separate God. your like production runs? Or does that always change? Always really, really, really changes. It's it's hard. So when we so whichever platform it is, you have you, there'll be a minimum order of of that product that we have to mm. produce. So if LV LV one let's. Yeah, it's a good example because it's gone now, so I can talk about that, right? Mm. So LV1, when we were producing that, we we sort of went, this platform sort of dying. So we did the LV1.5 because we had some quite major changes, the new solenoid and things like that, right? So we knew that it was going to create a, not necessarily better marker, but it would it would work for a lot longer and be a little bit more refined, right? But we still knew we wanted to do uh, hoseless, but... Sales on the LV is is nowhere near as high as on the CS3 or the CS platform. Um, so we sort of, we have the conversation. We go, you know, can we produce another batch? And our batch might be 1,500, 2,000, that sort of number. 
So you have to commit to that amount of markers to be produced because you order in, you know, you, you've got to order, let's say it's 2,000. You've got to order 2,000 solenoids. You've got to order 2,000 grips, barrels, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of component parts that go into these. Um, and then you've got to get production time. You've got to, and they're, they're not all made in one place. They're all made in, you know, the grips are made at one company and a barrel might be made at another company and the body is made, blah, blah, blah. Bell sales still do all our high-end stuff. Don't know who Bell sales are, do you? Okay. They made the autocockers back in the day um, <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. Um, and and you, you then have to schedule that in. And it's, it's not, it's quite fluid. It isn't as like, right, for the next... Two months, we're just going to make LVs. And then, then two months after that, we're going to make, you know, uh, CSs and then back to LVs. It's, it's depending on orders as well. It's, it's what so comes in. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, we're in it, we're in a quite a nice position with our markers that they the sought after. Um, so we, we tend to be making almost toward not, Color wise, we'll 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 know that we're going to make say you know that over the next two three weeks we might make five hundred CSs right. Um, let's say we make that many, um, you know, then it'll be like okay, let's have a look at the back orders. Right, we need two hundred black, hundred blue, you know, whatever it happens to be, and that's how we we create it. Uh, um, yeah, so the the lower end models like the Ether three um, uh, and the uh, and the Emac, they will be built in a big chunk so they'll um and they they all tend to be built in the far east not all of them um but one of the you know we talked about the price before about how to make it um you know the best site it's, rental yeah. marker we couldn't i mean if we were making the emec in the uk we, we we couldn't we couldn't hit where we're at so we have to go we have to now go to the Far East to do it. At the initial, initially, we were going to be um, the guys were going to fill that gap, but we filled that gap with things like um, EMF one hundred and one eighty Rs and all that sort of stuff, and the and the custom things as well. Because you know the custom markers that we make for these other companies, they still have to go into the schedule. And the problem we have is that say say I'm making a you know HK or a Twister or a Project G or Infamous whatever, I don't get any markers that month or that week. Because my, you know, we're not. You, you can't just keep putting more and more on top. You've got a, you know, there's there's only so much metal in the building, yeah. you know. And if it if it's you know a thousand, two thousand, three, the fact five, like, whatever it is, you still got to take that lump of you know production for them and give it to them. And it's sometimes like I think CS, I think CS threes, well CS threes and LV twos at the moment. The, the you know the standard versions are pretty much rocking our shit. You know, it's uh, you know around the world. Some people might have the odd one here and there, but you know we've done a lot of private label stuff recently, so it's uh, yeah, doesn't really answer oh. your question, that does it? No, no, it's quite interesting to hear. It's like, fluid. You know, it's very fluid. fluid. We have to. Yeah. We're literally rolling dice sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, the LV platform nearly died completely. That's why I started to talk about the LV one and one point five because we couldn't, we weren't making and selling enough for us to go with the next platform. And, and like when we went to LV2, we sort of went, well, we can't start, you know, how many are we going to make, right? And it was like, well, you know, we've sold, you can look at your, four, you know, how many you've sold. You've got, well, we've sold X amount of LV1.5, so an X amount of LV1. So we can work out how many we're going to sell. We go, okay, well, LV2, um, you know, well, you know, it looks like we, we're only going to sell 900. I'm making numbers up, right? So you just go, okay, we only make 900. Well, then we can't make it. 
So then you almost have to roll the dice and go, well, okay, we need to make 5,000. So we sort of go, well, you know, I mean, if you, if, if Planet sat on 4,000 markers after X amount of months, we, the company's dead. You know, I mean, it's hard. It, it, it's yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. So you sort of having to, sometimes you sort of, you know, you launch it and literally, you know, it's funny, you've, every market that's ever launched is these, huge barrage of haters right and you just go god and then eventually people go actually quite like that or you know they hate the body they hate the style they hate the color i've had people say to me like mess literally go on facebook and message all those colors you just launched of the x marker i hate them all apart from this one which i love and i went well that's the one for you mate yeah yeah <laughs> you don't have to love them all you know i'm like okay you know and, and that's the whole you know it's weird mm-hmm. isn't it people you know you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder and all that sort of stuff so yeah so it, it's um uh, it's not a great answer henry but generally no, the high end is very flexible we, we when them when we turn the machine on and we decide that we're going to make x amount then um that machine has to run that course um, but the smallest thing, if you either of you ever been to Planet? No, no, it's, it's, it's something I would like but... to do though. Come up one day and I'll show you how we do oh, yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And, we'll, and we'll go out and we'll we pay, okay. right? Okay, and um, <laughs> it, it'd be like the, if an O ring, it, it, like so, we used to buy during the pandemic, we used to buy O rings in like bags of say 100,000 O rings, right? And all of a sudden, you 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 just go okay, O rings. Yeah, well, from the same manufacturer, we just get a big bag of MBR eighteen O rings, like whatever, right? You turn up, and then pandemic comes, and then you phone up the same manufacturer and go, "Can they have hundred thousand of those O rings?" And they'd be like, "Nope." I go, "Whoa, what do you mean no?" They go, "Yeah, we've got a nine month lead time on those now." Oh, and it's like suddenly, <laughs> like you've got you you, you can't make anything. Yeah. Doesn't matter, you know. That you, you know, you've got some high ticket, you know, items. You know, the circuit board, the solenoid, the body, the barrel, the grip frame. Okay, but if that one O ring, which is zero point zero zero pence or whatever it is, you, the marker can't be made. And those are the those are the sort of conundrums that you've got to. I mean, that's the same with any manufacturing, I suppose. But you, you, you know, yeah. you've got to, you know, you've got to go through those things. And sometimes you sort of think you, you, you're all ahead of time. And it's, I mean, we got, we were getting blackmailed during uh, COVID. Like, honest to God, blackmailed. Like, we would order stuff, and they would say, "You've got a six month lead time." And then let's doesn't matter what the product is, and you'd go, um, you'd go right, ten dollars each, right, made up figure. You go right, I have ten thousand, right, ten dollars each, no problem. And then the nine months would go by, your lead time or whatever it was. And then on the day that they're supposed to ship them, they've been communicating you all the way through. It's all good. On the day they go, yeah, sorry, we're gonna have to cancel the order. And we go, whoa, 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 what, what do you mean? Nine months we've been waiting, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to cancel the order unless you want to pay eighteen dollars. Oh god, and you're like. Right, and that happened during the pandemic so many times, and it was like you just go, oh, what? and then you you're almost like you screwed, right? Because you know it might not have been an eighteen, it might have been a five dollar item. There was, I think we had. So I tell you, one of the things was was um, I don't know if you noticed that when we launched LV two, we didn't have a Bluetooth module in it, right? Because we could not get any Bluetooth modules, right? It was like like we Flash would say. As he's the electronics guy, he'd go, Oh, I've got, I've got, I've, I've managed to get 50. I go, 50? What the hell's <laughs> that going to do? 
And he, you know, <laughs> we're launching the product next week. You know, we can't. And it, in the end, what we decided to do was we had, we made the Bluetooth module um, a separate item because that means we could launch the product. And then if you really wanted the Bluetooth module, you can buy it and stick it in at a later date. Or otherwise, it would have been months and months away. We had, I think yes. we ended up with like three or 400 of them where we needed thousands of them. Because yeah, you can't even buy, let's, let's say making a thousand guns, I can't buy a thousand Bluetooth modules because I've got to have to, I need, you know, failures. I've got, uh, you know, I need all my spares. So if, if, even if it's like when we bring out a new market, sending spare parts to all our service centers around the world, it's a pretty hefty, you know, it's a lot of stuff that you have to, you know, get out the door. And, it, you know, so they then, you know, so you, you want to be able to go to the service center in I don't know, Alaska. don't know if we've got one there, but anyway, you know, you want the guy to walk in and go, you know, the Eskimo and walk in and go, can you fix this for me? And um, we want him to go, yeah, I've got the spares here. So you have to imagine how many spares have to go all around the world for that. Yeah. So it's God. a lot of products that has to be um, managed, which is a good word for it. So there you go. Got the intricacies of the supply chain. That is extremely Yeah, Yeah, come up, get, come up, drive up one day or do, do um, after the CPPS or something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll, come on the Sunday. I'll take, I'll take the day off. I'll take the day off to come. Yeah, I'll, I'll come up. Yeah, we'll be good. On. Show you what's going on. It's not okay, that exciting, by the way. Oh, no. Jim... Oh, no, I, I love that sort of stuff. Yeah, some, some I... of our teammates went and Jim said it was one of the best days of his life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a body dinner. I gave him yeah, a, yeah. What, I can't, was it a Dynasty one or something? I can't uh, no, it was, it was um, a Gunslinger one. It was okay, a Gunslinger, right. uh, not off-cut, whatever, misprint. And he yeah. gave it to one of our teammates for his birthday. Hopefully. Yeah. Wow. Because we have, we have this, there's so much stuff that gets done metal-wise that sometimes fails. People don't realize how much um, it. Sometimes all the problems is the duck. A duck is a graceful creature floating down the river, right? His legs underneath the water, like you can't see. His yeah, I've heard this analogy. Yeah. Right? Okay, <laughs> that tends to be us sometimes. When we when the marker leaves our planet it's gone through all our test procedures and it's and it's we know it's working sometimes that's an absolute nightmare and we get we get markers that just fail completely fail they leak through the body you know all the different things are just just wrong you know metal's wrong or there's a crack in it or whatever it is and luckily our procedures are really sort of tight and that was one i think we, we were looking through the metal and um he was like oh what's that and i was like oh just scrap metal and he went, uh, and I went, hey, have a view on it. And he was, oh, you know, so yeah, brilliant. You know, I don't, we don't mind that stuff, but it's, you know, I mean, I've, I think I sent a load of, um, I sent Dynasty a load of paperweights like there, because, you know, like, uh, and it, I bet they haven't done it. You remember, like, Alex Frey used to do his hand drawings on them all. Did you ever see his designs oh, and things? Yeah. So Alex is a bit of an artist. He's, you know, he's a, uh, uh, Jackson Pollock sort of style artist, right? Yeah. And um, he, he used to do the designs for some of the guys, but every now and again, we'll get some failures. And I think when when we parted ways, we parted ways on really good terms. So I like those guys. And um, uh, I sent them all there, like an Ollie Lang one and Alex Frage and a Yosh and, you know, all that sort of oh. stuff. And they sent all their paper. They, and they're just paperweights. I mean, they probably got them. and went, yeah, thanks. Threw them in the, threw them in the trash. But, but they're, for their, they should be knocking around somewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great that's crazy. That's, that's, that's oh, really cool. Yeah, collectibles, yeah. What was your question then, Luke? Um, well, mine was actually um, just the question that Ainsley set, which is... Um, oh, to, to me? Well, he's he's 
kind of we we did this feature where we asked a the the guest pr- before the next guest. So like I would ask you a question to set. Okay. The quite, uh, but I quite liked Ainsley's what Ainsley's one, which was, "What does paintball mean to you?" Because everyone's kind of different, you know. So, God, um, well, I suppose it's. I mean, it's absolutely everything to me. It's my hobby. It's my business. It's all I've ever done. It's the only thing I'm really good at. Well, was really good at. Um, <laughs> Oh God! I mean, it's. I mean, I wouldn't have. I, we had the. I had a conversation with my uh, my brother, um, who's like a banker, about like just me and my life and stuff. And I was. We, I was talking about my kids and getting them a grounded foundation where you know, I, yeah, I want them to be. I want them to have a trade. I haven't got a trade, right? So I can't go and lay bricks or plaster walls or be a sparky or a plumber or all that sort of stuff. And I've got nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing to fall back on in terms of any of that. And I always think that this that's that's an important thing. And my brother was like going, yeah. And I, and I said to him, I still feel that now. I still wish I had, you know, those things. You know, if people got banned tomorrow worldwide, I may be like, oh, what am I going to do? And he's like, you're an idiot. He goes, you ran a business for 32 years. Do you not think that's a trade? I went, not really. And he went, well, you're an, you're an idiot and you're an absolute idiot. And, you know, so so it's it just, it's been my life since I was 18. It's all I've ever thought about. It's all I've ever done. Um, and I mean, it's it's just part of, it's just who I am really. I mean, that's why, you know, there's, um, I, I, I wear many caps, you know, I, I run, well, I run, but, the, you know, the sandbag is mine. Um, Planet Clips is mine. I, I run not on my own GB and UKPSF and, you know, not again, not on my own, but, and I don't do those things because I'm bored, you know, I do them because I think it's so important for, you know, for paintball, the safety of UKPSF is the safety of paintball. You know, the team GB is the pinnacle of any, any sport, you know, stuff you can do. The sandbag is so that people who have fallen out of love of the, the game can still come and play and do the things that they want to do, you know, on their terms rather than having to train or do whatever it happens to be. And Planet is still, yeah, get up in them. I mean, it's not, I don't, I mean, over the 32 years, I've probably had a few days when I've gone, I don't want to go into work today, but generally I'm quite happy to sort of go in and, you know, I mean, we're not doing commando roles through the through the you know the door. It's a, you know it's a desk job for me. But you know, there's a, you know I talk to you know the, the the people in the industry that are important as well. And you know, hopefully over over the years we may have shaped it, or I, I might have been involved in shaping it in some way or other. Hopefully, guiding it in some sort of general, hopefully the right direction, or nudging it at least in the right direction. Um, yeah, it means everything. I like that answer. That's good. That's really I would definitely say you've um you you and all the guys behind you at Planet Eclipse have definitely pushed paintball in the right direction, especially uh, well, yeah, in the right direction for for paintball. Um, the UKPSF, I know you guys worked tirelessly um to get paintball back on after COVID. Um, had kind of didn't end, but you know, towards the tail end of it, you guys 
really push the vote out to get it back up and running, which, you know, we're all very thankful for because I remember that day that we got back out and got to the field. Oh my God. It was like day one all over again. It was the best. Um, So I think I can speak for everyone to say thank you for that um, because I know there was a lot of things involved for you guys to, yeah, uh, we spent. I mean, it, I mean, it's we did spend a lot of time and effort. Me, Don, and Ainsley were all over it, and we'd have meetings. But it was, you know, during the pandemic, stuff changed, didn't it? I mean, it was. I mean, it's probably quite a nice thing to get myself stuck into, you know, trying to win a little battle it, it, to a certain extent. But it, it's something that we knew was important, and we we knew we could we could make changes and and do the right stuff. So, you know, and and we haven't stopped doing that stuff. You know, I mean, you know, we I spoke to you the other week about it. I think there was a, a press release that we had to put out about a yeah. certain pistol. And, oh, yeah, you know, and it's like, you know, and it's not, in, and, you know, we, honest to God, we get, uh, there's probably some scarecrows of, of, of us three somewhere that people, you know, hang up in their base camp or whatever, right? And we don't do it for that. We do it for to save paintball. And, you know, sometimes we don't even, um, we don't make the decisions. Um, we just, you know, help guide the authorities sometimes, you know, and the UK PSC is really important. So that the, 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 the one about the, the pistol recently, you know, the authorities came to the UK PSF and said, can you help us with this? Right. If we weren't there, they could have just gone, hmm, don't like this, scared of this, don't know what it is, don't understand it, going to ban that. And it would have been banned. Yeah, ban it all, you know? Yeah. And because because of one, you know, idiot being doing stupid idiot things who wasn't a UK PSF member, blah, blah, blah. And, but they don't, they come to us and they go, can you help us understand this? Can you help us, can you explain to us why... There was, um, you know, they wanted to know things like, why is it 300 foot per second? You know, things like that. So you explain it to them and they go, ah, okay, that makes sense. You know, and it's all to do with the weight of the paintballs and the, and uh, you know, and the margin for error and all these things. And 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 they talk to you and then you create a relationship with them. If, if the UK PSF wasn't there, we could honestly just be shut down in a heartbeat. And it's, what was it, five quid to join? Yep. Three, three. I mean, it's not. It's not. I mean, people. For three years. People, like yeah, yeah five for five years. years five years. It, yeah, people five moan years. at us about it being expensive and stuff, and we're like, oh god, like you know, and it, it, it frustrates. So we, I get quite frustrated by you know some of the comments that people say to me in the industry and out of the industry. You know, the the players as well, and it is frustrating because nobody pays me to do it. You know, sometimes I'm. I'm doing it for hours at night and and or in the daytime and you know when we can all you know Don will say to me you know let's have a chat but I'm on site all day I'll be home at seven he'll call me at seven and we'll be on the phone for an hour trying to work out the best way we don't tell everybody we get in hot water from the player base for not telling them enough but they want me who is a non-paid guy who's got a family to come home to put a post on Facebook to tell them that I'm doing work. Does that make sense? <laughs> right? Where 
instead of doing that, I just do the work. And then when I finish that bit of work, I might go on to the next bit of work. And sometimes we don't tell them, and you know, they'll get the comments where they'll say, you don't tell us enough. You need to tell us, you know, you need to tell us what you're doing. Well, I haven't got, I haven't got the energy or the time to explain it because everybody's got an opinion and, you know, and no matter what we've done, sometimes we, you've got to be with the UKPSF, you have to be so careful how you write stuff because people will pick up on the tiniest little things and try and, you know, break you down for whatever reason. And, and, and it, and it's, when you've got volunteers doing it, it's 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 quite a tough a tough ask, really. We we, yeah. we almost want. A, I quite like the pat on the back and appreciate. It, so thank you and and everybody. And, and I know there are some great people out there that think we're doing a great job, but there are some people that just want to just just break the whole breakers, and they, sometimes they do a pretty good job, you know. But uh, yeah, yes, we need us. We need the UK PSF for Definitely. sure. I mean, Don's got to step down at some point. He's going to step down this year, and um, that is going to be a huge hole. And I don't know what we're going to do. Um, nobody sort of stepped up to sort of say they want to become the new chairman. I can't do it because um, if we go for sports recognition, it, I can't. I can't be on the board of UKPSF and also um, a manufacturer. Yeah. So I'd have to give in either Planet or UKPSF. So I'd probably choose <laughs> UKPSF. Um, Why wouldn't you give in Planet? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Ainsley's a, a busy lad. Um, you know, so you know, we don't. I, I, it, it could be a quite a perilous time in the future. But um, you know, I mean, we're working on stuff at the moment in the background. We spend hours every week you know, with documents and stuff, we're trying to fix the website and make that better and, you know, create things there. Just just make things a bit more sort of streamlined and a bit more modern for everybody, you know, and find resources, I think. We don't, you know, like Facebook, we, we've all, we all just sort of fall into this Facebook category now, don't we? But Facebook just, it's just a stream, isn't it? It's yeah. just a, and and it, if you don't grab it at that time, it just vanishes. I mean, I I mean, I'm old. You, you, you guys are a lot younger than I am. But I mean, I'm like, oh, I've definitely saw that, and then I you can't find it ever again. And yeah. like, oh, no, and I'm like, like that. Trust me. Oh, yeah. like, oh. and it's like, but like, if you're trying to send a a a, a, a new paintball player to to find somewhere where he can, you know, get um, some advice of where to play or whatever, it's just just impossible. I mean, one of the things that we're working on the new website is that we're gonna have a team database. So all the, you know, like you get the player database. At the moment, we have a map with all the paintball sites on it, but we're going to have a map with all the paintball teams on it. So, you know, if you want to click, you know, London and look for a team to go and play for, there'll be a load there and you should have some biogs on all the, all the, you know, obviously. But this is, if they, if the, the team's right, if I'm the not team's right, you, know, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, there should be like contact pages for them, you know, with a logo and a biog and, you know, we're looking for players and, we, you know, we're into Magfed or we're into Airball or whatever it is. Um, and, and hope we think that would be a good thing because I think, you know, you guys are, um, and myself are probably gobshites, right? In terms of we'll, you know, we'll we'll talk all the time and we'll we'll just get ourselves out there. But there are so many people that just don't do that. They just, you know, yeah. they'll sit and they'll go, I want to get involved, but I don't know how to do it. And they'll they'll try and, you know, do it for an X amount of time. And then eventually they'll just 
not bother. So we need to give them these resources. So, you know, that and all these things, I mean, it's literally I'm editing, you know, well, I'm doing an audit on the website at the moment. It's just it's hours and hours and hours of like, that link doesn't work. That's spelled wrong, but I don't do a lot of the spelling. That's Ainsley, you know, but there's, uh, it, it's, but the, it's, it's, yeah, it's thankless, thankless work. So there you go. Well, you're getting a big pat on the back from us. Um, Thanks. We, we might, might stretch the budget and get you a beer. Um. <laughs> In the VIP. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. You're going to go live yeah. when you're out there. You're going to do a podcast out there. I am bringing some um, recording equipment with me. Um, yeah. i got some little mics and stuff like that, and I'm bringing my gimbal to do some videography if you, if that is the uh, the way enough. forward. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have got an idea of what I want to do. I just don't know how to do it yet. So uh, that's my task for this week to figure out. Yeah, how I, do, do it. There was, I spoke to the lads at, at work today and I said, right, come on then, let's, you know, give me some things to have a chat about. And, you know, the, we haven't got to that point. But like Stoney, he, he wants their, you know, he wants the cutting edge stuff. He he wants it to be, um, you know, get some really like gritty questions answered. So just do that, do some shorts, get some gritty questions, get your, get your viewers yeah. to send in the gritty questions. Get and then ask ask the I mean I mean if if you go all shy Luke and you need me to introduce you to some players, you'll, oh, you'll need I'll some say no, I will be that. that shy person. Like, okay, well I I can <laughs> hook you up with that, and then uh, you know just I mean just go somewhere and go right five questions, you know. I like it. Well, well the listeners have heard it here, so they can uh, they can yeah. send me in the questions. You I know, have uh, gritty stuff. That's what's yeah, the says that you yeah. know the you know probably the the forty five hours that we've had on air tonight is you know probably <laughs> boring. I mean, Stony knows all of that stuff anyway because me and him are mates. You know, we talk about it all the time. But you know, there's you know some of the he wants to cut. You know, I mean, did you see the um, the Nick Sloviak uh, piece he did um, where he went? Um, it's a video. Come on, it's called. It was on Go Sports, I think. And he went round, I think, Chicago, drinking. No, no I haven't oh, seen what? that. Have you no, not? No, no, no. Really good. Really good. Oh, I heard about this. Um... I think he had $50 or $100. And him and the cameraman went to these bars where Nick lives. And they just, and they would, but they were asking some pretty gritty questions. You know, like you know, who's the worst player in the NXL? You know, and then any you know, he'd oh. say it's X because of this, this, and this, or you know, and the question, and it was good. It was, it was good. It was good quality and ent- entertainment, really. It would, but it, you know, it's, you know, I mean, I'm not saying go full Dennis Penis mode, but I mean, um, <laughs> but it, you know, just ask the questions, and you know, you know, rather than how do you start paintball? That's that's a good. Yeah. One. But when when it's Quick and snappy. You need it to be yeah. In your face, don't headliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, this week I'm going to think of some. I'm going to get the listeners to send theirs in, and then I will filter through them and find the best ones. And um, out of cup, I will do. I, I don't know whether I want to do like a live streamy sort of thing. I kind of want to do what I wanted to do was trying to get, like you said, snappy little, quick fire interviews, and then try to mash it together or maybe just put them out separately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like we talked not... about earlier, they've only got an attention span now, everybody, about a minute yeah, and a half. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> do that. 
<laughs> if you get 30 questions, let's say you get 30 good questions, then just go. I, I did this once with uh, my podcasting. I go, right, five questions. Give me a number one to 30. And they just read whatever question that is. Yeah, that's quite cool. I like that. <laughs> it's okay. easy whenever people think for you. <laughs> that's all right. Don't worry, mate. Uh, Producer for the, the banana bus now. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> CEO. <laughs> CEO, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um well I think we've kind of answered most of the things that we kind of um improvised with. Um been on the absolute marathon. Yeah, it's good it's a good good episode. I think yeah. you've um I think you've broken the uh the record for the longest episode. Have I? Yeah, I think, I think we could probably still go for another hour, but it's good. Probably split it into five parts now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A minute and a half each. <laughs> yeah. Three thousand parts. You'll be on the thousandth well, episode, so it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been uh, the hundredth episode. I was going to pull out all the stops. I was going to send you both presents to open. Oh, no. yeah, but I mean, yeah, Luke screwed that up. Oh, I do apologize. Uh-huh. I can't wait for those, some of those paperweights as you yeah, said it. They yeah, were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, thank you for coming on for the hundredth hundredth uh, episode. Um, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. No problem, mate. Um, yeah it's been it's been a good one it's been a, a rodeo but um yeah it's been fun um anything for, else from yourself lads no no go play paintball <laughs> go get a friend take him with you that's a challenge for everyone yeah as a challenge some more than others luke but yeah um Whoa, sounds I good bring my friends <laughs> <laughs> well we'll leave it on that one um I'll catch up with you at World Cup, lads. Um, Henry, I should see you this weekend, yeah. um, hopefully. Get booked in to the the uh, Fight Club before Wednesday night. So yes, you when this episode comes out, get so, your credit yeah, card out. Get it, get it done so you can get Oh, I like that, there. Henry, as well. That was snappy. Yeah. <laughs> Show us the like money. <laughs> oh. oh, see, these are the little things that I always forget to do. I love it. You got to plug. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you very much well, for coming on, lads. It's been hey, no problem. an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's been good. Um, well, anyway, it's it's a g- goodbye from me. I'll be doing this again. And it's bye from me. Yeah, yeah, it's a- <laughs> <And> it's bye <laughs> from me. <laughs> See you all in the next one. See you later.